passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're starting DBC today with Heavy Hearts with our good friend, Freddie Kraft. Uh, He wasn't at the racetrack this weekend, obviously not on the show today. He lost his father. So we're going to take a moment to remember Tom, uh, his family, his friends, and most importantly, his big love for racing. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Clear. Clear by two. Pretty really shallow entry. Door. Bumper. Clear. Hey, everybody. I'm TJ Majors, part of the Six Cup car this weekend. Only no truck racing for me. Maybe you should just do one vehicle every week because you were actually fast. I know. Maybe my effort level was super high on Sunday. I yeah. don't know. Brett yeah. Griffin, I watched from home this weekend. I will be in Michigan. Excited to go back to the racetrack. And we've got a special guest that uh, people are going to like to hear from, I think. Mr. Carson Hosovar is in the house. Yeah. Excited to finally be here and get on and yeah. <laughs> you talk know a little bit. You know who's going to be really happy? Who? That dude that was yelling at you at that stage appearance in Charlotte. <laughs> what was he saying? Uh, he didn't like you. I can't. <laughs> There's a lot of people that don't like me. <laughs> he was very vocal. Casey's <laughs> also not here this week, so we got a super sub. Yeah. Uh, I would have to say maybe even better looking than Casey at times. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, he I is an Iron Man either. after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Casey was clipping her nails, and she cut one, and she just got couldn't come in. Maybe, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> got, who knows why she's not here? But, Andrew, are you ready for this? Uh, I don't know. Uh, You've done this once, right? I've never done this. Never, de- never sat here. Oh, so your virginity of DBC is oh, forever lost. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, oh, that's great. Now Casey is out sick, so we uh, we <clears throat> we wish her well. well you like better. you like to ask questions for a living, so are you going to ask us like better questions than Casey usually yeah, does? Now you're like on camera. I mean, the spot the spotlight's on you right here. This is your shot. Didn't Joey Logano come back from being two laps down? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He came back. Yeah. I'll tell gonna, you who I'm just going to repeat myself. Did I'll you go you. to Millbridge? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll tell you who wasn't two laps down this weekend. Carson Hosevar. <laughs> Dude, that had to be fun. It was a lot of fun. Honestly, it was a really miserable weekend from the start. <laughs> um, like, so the way the schedule worked, we practiced and qualified, and then we sat for 22 hours. And we were like pretty good in practice, felt really good. We sucked last year at Richmond. Um, Worked on it, rebuilt the whole car in the off season. Was rebuilt. that to hear you wrecked that guy? Yeah, I mean, we were wrecking <laughs> basically lap cars to stay on the lead lap. We were that bad. Um, so we sat there, and last year we thought we practiced pretty good. Nighttime fell, qualifying we were not very good. Race time we were terrible. And it's a fun racetrack if you're good. It is a lot of fun. I, I figured that out. It's very fun. <laughs> last year I would have said flood the place, like Chris Busher said, but. Uh, yeah, you had 22 hours to sulk that we qualified 18, thinking it's the same deal as last year. We roll off pit road, and my left front's flat. 
it falls on the rim it locks up the tire here goes the splitter destroys just, the splitter yeah and i'm like this is just perfect <laughs> we sat here for 22 hours and i didn't even get to second gear and i, I got a flat and um you pass a lot of the mid-pack late back trucks and you get a false read of how your truck is which i thought made me a little bit overconfident that i thought our truck was actually better than i thought maybe it was and you pass some mid-pack guys um, pretty easily. Momentum's high. You're just passing trucks. And I'm like, man, we can run fifth to 10th here. Um, like, you ain't beating the 98. That thing ain't happening. He was a rocket. We get to about third. I'm like, all right, you know, good pit stop and everything. And all of a sudden, like, 98's caught speeding. I'm like, man, we, if I could get out front and just see you, you know, maybe he doesn't have enough time to get me. And, um, yeah, once I, I had the gap, all of a sudden he started catching me. I look at, I, I was looking at the pylon to see how where he was, and all of a sudden I saw his second. I'm like, oh no, like this is about it. And uh, I, don't, I don't think people always realize that you guys are in there by yourself. Obviously, your spotter and crew chief are talking to you, but you take the time to look around and look at the pylon to look at the television. You're you're looking at other stuff. Well, that's where like they asked me in the media center. They're like, well, did you think you were going to catch the 98, or did you know how fast the 98 was catching? I'm like, no. I can't see him. I, I was like, we were, we were racing each other for the win, and I never saw him until three to go. Like, I never raced around him. I never knew what he was like. I didn't know what he was going to – I didn't know what his well, line was. He was fast. I, I saw him with <clears throat> – I, I caught fast. him super fast with the, the old tires, so I never even got yeah. the chance to, like, look where he was running. Like, was he running the top, running the bottom, what he was doing? So um, it's just weird that, like, I, even Moody came up to me afterwards. He's like, it was the weirdest race. He's like, you guys raced – for the win for 60, 70 laps and never raced, never, never, saw each was, other. never even around yeah. each other. I think that's fun, though. So you're talking about your truck. Man, I've, I've known your crew chief, Phil, for a long time. How much have you enjoyed working with Phil? Oh, he's the best. He's super fun, super relaxed, um, very emotional on the on the radio at times, um, as well as, as me. And uh, But we work really well together. We, like, we, we don't do the BS. We don't overthink. We just do and you know whatever makes sense we 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 do and that's the direction we go we don't fall into any other trends we don't try to copy see monkey do we just if it feels good he's gonna put it in or if he has the idea i just say yeah well let's just do that i like when you called him the first best crew chief yeah something like that i was, yeah, I was You're like i got the first best pit crew i got the first best crew chief dude i was messed up <laughs> I, I was i was like I couldn't breathe. I, I, I said, am I allowed to say? You say yeah, whatever you want on there. Oh, okay. We I don't said, care. I said, F like, yeah. hard. And I, I, I had never idea. <laughs> For three hours, I had no idea I said it. Like, I was so focused on not throwing up <laughs> that, that I was talking in, like, the back part of my brain. And it was just talking. And I didn't, like, I was doing my best to, like, just keep talking. Yeah. Hoping, like, in the meantime, I'm like, don't throw up. But dude, you didn't look that hot. Like you weren't pouring sweat. No, what like was I, it? I was just I stopped breathing. Like I was just so like adrenaline pumped up. Like yeah, like I was like, hold on, I like like that's why like I didn't even want to talk to the guy. Like I I he would I rewatched it and I didn't even know that they were trying to interview me for like five minutes. Like I was just sitting there <laughs> celebrating. Still, I forgot like like even Texas they didn't interview me on the front stretch. So I was just like, hey, I'm just gonna sit here and celebrate all day long. And I, I looked down, I'm like. <laughs> Oh, you now, I gotta, now I got to breathe and talk. Like, well, you were warming your hands by the campfire. That was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I had a good time. Like, I'd still be out there celebrating if they let me. <laughs> I, I told them I was – everybody either had their radio off or whatever. Like, I kind of did the check key of – or mic check of, hey, I'm going to burn this thing down, like, hardcore if that's all right. And they're like, 
I didn't hear anything. I'm like, all right, I'll shut my gauges off and I'll just sit there with the wood. And, yeah. Um, yeah, don't look at the gauges. They're yeah. overrated. Well, they're digital dashes now. We can shut them off. Yeah, it's overrated. Yeah, well, it was fun to see a big personality. I mean, we, we see all these guys win and they get out and then I feel like we're watching corporate-influenced people talking in a boardroom, but you got out, man, and you were animated. So uh, where does that big personality come from? I, I don't know. I just always have, have had wanted to have fun. Uh, didn't think I was going to last this long, honestly. Thought, really? No. I thought, uh, you know, I thought I'd be six races and out or just fizzle out or run a year and, you know, kind of go nowhere, go to a lower team team or like I didn't know how long this was going to last. Wow. So I wanted to enjoy every moment of it. And I figured um, I figured if I was having fun, the guys around me would have fun or, um, you know, I'd meet some people and they'd want to help fund me or whatever the case may be. Nobody, nobody wants to fund anybody that's boring and lame and nobody wants to work that. for anybody that's lame. So <clears throat> I figured if I was having fun, the guys around me would have fun and um, word would spread. And, you know, that would be my only shot. You may be the only guy this year that comes on this show that has competed in all three series, Xfinity Series, Truck Series, and Cup Series this year. Tell me about how these things drive differently because we debated on here sometimes, and we I've said watching these races, it almost looks like you can go, and I'm not trying to set you up with this question. I just realized it may sound like that, given some of the rumors that are out there. I've said this year um, that it looks like you can almost go from trucks straight to cup because the Xfinity cars drive so much differently than the Cup cars. So I'm curious just what you think about evaluating the three series, you know, which one's the most fun to drive, and what what jump makes the most sense, I guess. What's from the hardest car to drive out of all three? For me, it's the Xfinity car. It's that's, most that's... foreign for me, honestly. Like you said, it's more it's it's the most foreign for me. Like I felt like I like I got in that gateway for the Cup Series, and I felt super comfortable right away and you were in fast. that car. They have um, a lot of grip. They have a lot of grip, but I've been doing sim for a year and a half mm -hmm. plus. I've seen a lot of the data. Like I feel like from start of next gen, like I've seen all the development. Like I know how the car is supposed to work, the kind of idea where the Xfinity car, I've only just ever watched on TV. I've never like sat down and looked at data. Like I only do the sim right before the race. Like they're up on the track more. Yeah. They're all over the place. They got way more horsepower. The tr <laughs> truck and cup are a little bit closer. Um, the downforce level is probably a little closer. You know, it's just the Xfinity car is way different. So it took me until mid Charlotte, honestly, it took me until about middle of the second race. Like I ran in Darlington, I ran six, and I never felt comfortable the whole race. Like wow. I never felt like I felt like I was getting ninety percent out of it, but I never felt like I was getting all of it yeah. like i just was like just trying my best to not touch the wall like i felt like i just kept having to slow myself down like like where the cup car i felt like i instantly could know where the aggression level is and get to limit where it wasn't until charlotte and xfinity car where i finally started pushing it and then all of a sudden we were running third at times and i'm like man like okay like now i yeah. now i can kind of tell i've always heard drivers that get in them things and run them like you got to drive them so hard like I think McMurray, a long time ago, McMurray ran a race for Junior Motorsports, and he got in the car, and he hadn't been in an Xfinity car in a while, and he's like, I just forgot how hard you have to drive these things. Yeah. And they're definitely on top of the track more. There's more tools for passing than the Cup car as well, as far as like aero stuff. Like you don't get as aero tight. I'm sure you felt the aero tight in the Cup car, mm -hmm. even in Gateway. But well, I watched you when you got here. 
you talked you talked about a little bit ago how you got here and you think you'd be here long. Congratulations on still being here because I think that's probably important. <laughs> um, and, and big time congratulations on being here like at this moment on DBC. I mean, this hey, is you're your, supposed to win after. This is a, yeah. This is like the defining moment of your career. When you when you leave yeah. here, you typically win. So oh, perfect. Well, uh, I'm going to Michigan to run the Xfinity car, so like it it will work out. Like that's the one where I'm not like supposed to win. So. Right, right, right. And that Michigan's home, mm-hmm. man. That that'd be big, right? It's the first time I've ever run Michigan. Wow. Like, so that's that's huge for me. Holy cow. That'll be a fun track, man. So I remember you getting here and being super fast. And I was like, man, this this kid's good, right? Then I remember you doing some dumb mm-hmm. shit, right? We talked about it on yep. here. Freddie has an old saying. If you don't do dumb shit, we won't have dumb to talk about. Um, and then you, it seems like a switch went off. And you have all of a sudden just, I mean, I hate to say matured overnight. I know there was a conversation between you and Dell Jr., where he maybe gave you a little bit of humble pie to have for dessert, yep. right? What 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 happened? What what's clicked to make you a better race car driver inside your own head? Because you had the speed; it had to be up here, right? Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of different things. Um, part of it is understanding like what they mean slow down to go fast, right? Like they kept I would I would hear it my whole life like you that's need a, to slow that's down. A Richmond tactic uh, too. I, I sat I sat at Sonoma even like and. I won the pole and I had 16, I feel like awkward, very uncomfortable, like gut-wrenching conversations, right? Like with a bunch of, you know, even, you know, the Alliance, so like Trackhouse, like, you know, Daniel Suarez is filling in, Worldwide Express, Nice, uh, you know, all the way down the chain, you know, my team, that team, everything. And I had conversations with almost all of them and all of them were uncomfortable and and all of them were, you know, just slow down a little bit. Like, you'll go faster. I'm like, what do you mean slow down? Like, I always thought you had to win the race because you're the fastest guy. Um, you had to, like, boxing, like, mentality. Like, that's where I came into this. So I, yeah. I thought, um, you know, if, if I'm in a boxing ring, I'm going to just keep punching. I'm going to figure out how to keep <clears throat> punching. And you get that last round, you just start swinging. You don't worry about how tired you are. You don't worry about how much breath you have left. You don't worry about anything. You just plan on landing the ground the second the ring goes because you're that tired. Like that was my mentality driving. And I was just going to, why wouldn't you put 110% of all your level into every lap you run and took it way to the extreme. Like I was way to the extreme. I agree. We saw that. Um, (laughs) Desperate in every moment. Thought I should win every race or have a shot to win every race. Um, At times I would like, have a shot to win right and you see it all you know something happens flat tire anything and i would see there and see it all fall away right i'm like man what do i gotta do to get back in the race yeah. like back in the moment and then realizing back then like okay even if you're back in the race you're gonna start 24th or 25th or 26th or wherever it is left you ain't winning the race like and once i started realizing that and i i started looking back at it and realizing you probably don't want the whole garage against you. You don't want your whole team against you. You have a lot of awkward conversations. You're tired of the conversations with your own team owner and your own sponsors, your own everything that it running fifth and like decent conversations and working on your stuff's a lot better than winning. And I was just so focused on winning. And once I got the first win, I could kind of realize like, I thought it would fix itself. Right. Like, and like I wouldn't, I didn't have to make a change. Like I would, very much thoughts i don't know if it's the arrogance as a race car driver or whatever like oh i'm not the problem right and then i want to race i'm like oh everything's gonna fix itself my hands are clean everything will fix itself and then go to martinsville and then all of a sudden i'm having these conversations i'm like i want to 
race? Like, I, why, why are these conversations it didn't, it didn't still? Fix it. Why are these conversations mm. still happening? And then got sat down, had more conversations, had the big piece humble pie with Dale Jr. And then I'm like, wherever it clicked, it clicked. And I'm like, man, I just showed up in this guy's shop, idol of mine, childhood dream, and that's the first thing out of his mouth. Like, what did he say? He said, hey, man, like, when are you going to stop tearing shit up? Like, <laughs> that was his conversation. Owners he, don't like to spend money on he's fixing like, stuff. He's, he's like, you ain't going to do that in one of, one of these cars, are you? Like, he's like, man, you're better than that. I'm like, oh, f like, <laughs> like, six-year-old me is like, all I see is six-year-old me just sitting there. Like, it, it, like, I was envisioning, like, he was talking to six-year-old me. I'm like, man, I got to. How to fix this like really fast yeah, like right um it, it has to be a little bit eye-opening two things a Dell jr's noticing right you i mean you're this kid grows up he's your hero and he's watching you race right that roles were kind of reversed and then now he's giving you advice in a very hardcore way yeah i mean i'm glad he did i'm glad everybody has it's like you can't have yes men in life and you you can't you just can't have that like you you I would have been I, – I never would have changed if I did. Before we talk about the playoffs, I got to ask you, and dude, this is going to be – you may oh, squirm God. on me right here. Or swing oh, God. Talking about boxing. Would you, looking back at all the dumb that you did, right, would you have suspended yourself at any point if you were an NASCAR, given the fact of what we know now? I know it's hard to be unbiased and answer that, but I got to know. I'm shocked I wasn't. Not going to lie. I'm shocked I wasn't. Um, I'm very, very thankful I – wasn't um i can't talk too much about it right i, I can't like i can't like say all oh, they <laughs> like i can't say oh yeah you should let's just say you've year, grown up a I, lot i i'm very glad that they i mean i've had i i'm i had to go to like i've had to go to the hauler a few times and i've had to go to nascar hq and have those conversations and I mean, that's the reason they didn't, right? And I'm very, very glad they didn't because if they did, I would have been just... I think if they did, right? Like, I think at the time, I wouldn't have looked at it like that was the punishment. I would have looked like it was unfair. Yeah. I would have looked at it like it was them against me and, you know, whatever. But they just kept having the conversations. They kept talking to me. They kept trying to get it into me. And I think that was what helped click. And I was like... Was there one conversation that stands out? Yeah, there. That this when you left it, you were like, you know what? Yeah, it was the last one, the most recent one. Um, right after Martinsville, went to NASCAR and walked in, and and there were four, three or four people in there, and it was just a long talk, and I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, and I was understanding it, and and I, I was fully vocal on my side and I told them my side and um, told them everything where I was at and I explained to them like look I'm I understand this is and I, I talked about my mindset where I was at where I was thinking what I was in the moment we went and I went through every single instance from my whole career talked with them like it was a long talk and um, Seth with the truck series I talked to him almost every week and either good or bad and and you have those conversations you have that relationship you have everything and I'm glad they didn't. Um, definitely shocked at times I wasn't, but um, looking back now, but I'm glad they didn't because I think it would have done exact, I wouldn't have had the turnaround. I, I think everything was supposed to happen for a reason, right? And I think if I didn't have all those growing pains, 
I wouldn't be in a spot where I am now, and it would have taken me longer to get there. I would have been in a better spot, right, if I, that, those weren't happening, but I think they would have been a lot sp- further apart. Yeah. Good. Well, the good news is well, we've seen a lot of drivers, too, though, yeah. that have been we've very been successful. Of, listen, man, we've seen them all come through down. there. Harvick, yeah. I mean, there's a long list of guys. A lot of successful um, guys have had these meetings, but, too. But so. you've made the, you've flipped the switch. You're showing maturity. You're showing speed. Three wins. Your first year winning a truck race, you already got three wins. Playoffs are coming up. You're sitting third in the standings. What is your mental approach going into this, man? Because you're up against some some Goliaths out there. I mean, we're in a good spot, right? And I and I'm trying not to overthink it. Uh, I'm trying not to ever get the pressure let get to me because I don't want to get in that desperation ever. Um, you know, it's it's we're in a lot better spot. We don't have our tongue hanging out. Last two years, we've had our tongue hanging out. You're always on that edge. You're always just on the cut line. So every spot matters. And uh, you know, if you're you're going backwards, you feel like you're just watching the points fall. Where now we're, you know, we're third in points. Like we got plenty of room. We got plenty of gap. Even the next round, we're gonna have playoff points in the bank. Like should be, you know, a lot less pressure, a lot less high of stakes. And I'm I'm not letting myself get the pressure of the playoffs so i'm just focused on one race at a time that's the easiest thing to do on my mind more is beat yourself right now Mm -hmm. speeding on pit road do i need to go three wide right here with these two guys that are in a much more desperate situation than i am you know what i mean like if you have a fourth place truck run forward with it you probably end up second or have a shot of winning Mm -hmm. because mistakes will happen in front of you so they'll eat but it's so hard to you know just make yourself slow down that little bit and a lot of people a lot of drivers can't do it but you got a good point buffer, and um, you can you have a good shot at finishing these races out, just minding your own business and carrying momentum into the next round. So yeah, I've always noticed too, like I, like that's what saved me my first year is everybody crashed at Vegas race one, right? Yeah, yeah. I was in the red heading into the playoffs, and race one I was in the green after because we just finished the race and like because everybody crashed like like it seems like the first round is so chaotic <clears throat> that i don't want to now i am that guy up front that mm-hmm. i just got to be able there's to guys are going to drive over their heads mm-hmm. and that just get when they do that your point buffer is just going to get even bigger and you didn't even do anything but just mind your own business yep all right well uh andrew are you ready casey are you ready <laughs> yeah hey I'm guys we ready to get into uh spot on spot <clears throat> off presented by Moneyline. Spot on, spot off. Spot off. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. and I am spot off. Damn. Where'd he come from? Yeah, man, it's cool to have Money Line come on. I mean, you guys know I wear a spot on, spot off at about every single week, so it's one of my favorite parts of the show. And uh, TJ, I know that you love money. You know, Brett, it's the official digital finance partner of 2311 Racing. 2311 race. You would think they got plenty of money. They got Michael Jordan as and a Denny team Hamlin. Owner. Yeah. You know, I, I saw where he made like $2 billion selling the Hornets. Did you notice that? I can't even fathom that. I can't either. I don't know. It I, must anyway, be money line. But the good news is if we wanted to get some money, all we got to do is download the money line app, use promo code dollar sign dirty mo. That's dollar sign D I R T Y M O to set up direct deposit and you can get up to $55 yep. on money line for free. That's promo code dollar sign dirty mode to earn up to $55. Now guys, let's get to our first topic. The CW will take over the NASCAR Xfinity Series broadcasts starting in 2025 through 20 
31, and uh, they'll pay about $115 million per year for that oh, deal. Oh, that's it? Spot on, spot off, TJ. Uh, it, what is, is the CW, like, is that a chick flick channel? I... What isn't is that, it? Isn't that what like Gray Gary Springer's on? Is it Chick Flick Channel? Uh, Dawson Creek. Dawson's Creek. They've got Creek? like Seinfeld on there. Oh, really? that's not Chick Flick. Yeah, I mean, Dawson's it, Creek it, probably is not, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's not Chick Flick. Well, here's what we know: we know they're getting into sports. That's great. We know they're spending a lot of money to get into sports. That's great. Um, I, I, we know that they're on damn near every television in America, which that's is in great. people's homes, which, which is, which is great. I guess you can get it with rabbit ears, which I didn't even know were still a thing. Do you, Carson, do you even know what rabbit ears are for a TV? No, I don't know what that is. What have you, you ever seen rabbit ears for a TV? No. no. What are you talking about? So you have this thing that you sit on top of your TV, which is the way we used to watch TV, and you have these things, and you literally would pull them up further and further and further, the antennas, and you could get three channels when I was <laughs> Sometimes little. Sometimes you put aluminum foil on them to make them. <laughs> Why does that make them work better? I don't know. Oh, that's know. what they're called, rabbit ears? Rabbit ears, yeah. Yeah. What do you think we were talking about? Is it, I don't even know. <laughs> like, I thought you were actually going to put, like, ra- like I thought it was, like, the theme of the, like. <laughs> well, TJ will find you like, a picture on his like, phone. I thought there were, like, genuinely rabbit ears, and that <laughs> was, like, the, the theme. It's just antennas that Like, you know, like, the, the Energizer bunny, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I think like, some people like came out mascot. with ones that were, like, round, and like, maybe they looked like yeah, a set of rabbit like, ears or something. I don't, I don't even know. Here's the biggest reason I'm spot on for it, and I, I'd love to know what you guys think. NASCAR just landed a new customer. And, and when I'm talking about NASCAR, I'm talking about the sanctioning body just landed. This is no different than Carson landing a big new sponsor, right? We have another TV partner to add to the mix that's willing to take our product and put it in more households than we've had in the past, right? And when I look at that, um, first of all, it excites me. But, but the biggest reason on the secondary reason why is, you know, NBC and Fox Sports 1 – and Fox were spending a lot of money to cover the Xfinity series, you know, and now this gives them money to potentially move into different buckets to make the Cup Series coverage better. And they got a couple years to really get aligned and see what that means. So, so I think the two biggest takeaways for me is it gives our current TV partners an opportunity to reallocate funds to make the current products better. And here comes walking in the new guy on a long-term deal. It's not like they can come up, come in here and muck this up. They cannot. They have got to have this succeed for their investment to work. Here comes the big question, though. Now that we've got, you know, this this new partner in here, NASCAR is saying they're going to own the production side of this. What does that mean? Where is that based out of? Are they borrowing people from NBC and Fox that are already at the track? Are they using all the cameras that are already in place? Are they going to have the booth live at the racetrack? Are they going to have the booth remote like what we see in F1 and what the Xfinity Series did this weekend at Road America? Are they going to develop new talent to where it's not, you know, Kim Coon on, on Saturday running the Xfinity race and Kim Coon on Sunday running the cup race? It's going to be new, new broadcasting talent. So I'm, I'm curious to see how all that works. And this is my only real straight-up concern, being real with you people. If those people are on NASCAR payroll – that makes me really nervous from the broadcasting side because we know that MRN, Dave Moody, all those guys, they're all on NASCAR payroll, right? They work for NASCAR. There is no way around it. I, the last thing I'm going to do is come on here and mother Dale Jr. on this show because he's my boss for Dirty Mo Media. So I want to I know as a sports fan when I'm watching a broadcast, I want to know what you really think. So I just hope we understand, and it's two years out, I hope we understand who those people are, who they're paid by, because I don't want to be sold any more than I'm already sold now. 
Yeah, that's some good points to bring up there. I don't know the answers to any of them, so. But <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how that works out. I think my favorite part of it, honestly, though, is that it's all 33 races. Like, it's not different. It's not this new Yeah, well, you can, you can go and find broadcast. that on that channel. It's not this new broadcast for just 23 weeks or 20 weeks. Like, you're going to get used to it really quickly. Agree. That it's all 33 for however many years, mm-hmm. you know. Which how it, it which when a long time ago that's how it used to be too for us. I mean, you go to the same channel, right? I mean, we at least knew the same time. You know, we knew which partners were doing <laughs> what. Now it's all over the place. So, I mean, I, great point, Carson. Spot on for you being spot on. Next topic: Shane Van Gins- Ginsbergen. Giz, there's no end before the S. Professional Giz, journalist major Giz, over there. Ginsbergen with the a Z. Giz. Giz, Giz SVG. Giz hamburger. <laughs> yeah. So you can't say that's that. Your, that's your get out of jail free card, SVG. SVG. <laughs> uh, what'd you call him, Brett? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think he called him Van Hamburger on the uh, uh, No, he just after the called him. Chicago. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what'd he say? Oh, what did he say? I don't. I, I he can't remember said, what he said. What Joey said? Gisberger. I mean, it's easy to have a typo yeah. with your mouth too. Why S- don't you Google that and see what comes up, bro? <laughs> Anyways, about I SVG. I'll spill my water out. <laughs> uh, he confirms intentions to switch from supercars to NASCAR starting next season. Spot on, spot off. Man, I'm good for him, man. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm spot on, especially with the influence that he's had around here. I mean, he brings clearly some international appeal and anytime i think we can get a better race car driver in here that's better for the sport better for sponsors we've seen marcus ambrose come over here man and i can't imagine how good ambrose would have been had he been in a really good car or if we ran some street races back then i mean he was a talented race car driver yeah uh did a phenomenal job you know and contended to win some races at road courses but just imagine if he'd have been in a hot rod just yeah. imagine if he'd be in the same car. Like yeah. everybody's on even cars now. Like it's yeah. not. It's not yeah, it's arrow. Not, yeah. It's not like he was taking a B car probably then and running nah, with A's. I don't know if he's B's. I mean, then I mean, maybe. Do you think they were worse or better? I mean, I C's maybe. C plus. I'm just saying he was definitely out. They de- others definitely had better equipment. He was yeah. running with them for sure. Stuff, to Carson's so. point, if he'd been in even equipment, which yeah. there's more parity now than ever in a Cup Series, I think um, I'm spot on for it too because the guy gets in everything and runs Bathurst and other didn't cars. Heel toe too, like he didn't he? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. he's not. So I've inquired about that. He's not. He's heel toeing, but he's using the clutch. Did you see what he's doing with the clutch? The he's using every time. Shane, he, yeah, Shane? Shane. Yeah. He's using the clutch to stop the wheel hopping and stuff like. If like not that I'm a superb race car driver, but if I tried to do that into one corner, I'd probably be in the tire barrier. I'd have been in there like no every other th- every lap. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, I'm I'm spot on for Shane coming over here. Like Brett said, there's uh, it's great to get people like that. And and Shane was a class act. Marcus what Marcus was when he came over here. Um, great dude. And I'm interested to in seeing if Shane. I think the learning curve for him to come over here is going to be easier than what it was for when Ambrose did it. I think it, the cars are closer together. I think he has a chance to come over here, and if he gets in good equipment, I think he could be pretty – I mean, don't get me wrong, the mile and a half of stuff in the air, it's, it's going to take a little while to learn. I mean, it's tough. But I think the guy has a really good shot of coming over here. And, and um, <clears throat> you know, his first year is going to be a struggle, but I think – I think he has the talent to pick it up, and, and we'll see. I mean, but I'm spot on for it because I got a lot of friends in Australia and, and over there and, and great people. Um, Dale Jr. talks about, like, 
Paul Morris, Owen Kelly, and them over there. Really good dudes. Um, looking really forward to it if it happens. He's going to be back in a few weeks in Indy. How do you guys think he'll do in his second attempt at an, 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 uh, Is it raining NASCAR or not race? raining? Let's give no rain. Normal conditions. He finishes 15th. I think he finishes a little bit better than that, but I think... Do you remember what turn one at Indy looks like? Was that with Logano on the pit road access or on the track? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think he runs top 10, but I think the competition's way closer here. I yeah. think our guys have been to this track. It's not an enclosed street course where I, I, we just, I don't think our guys were used to it. You know, that, that track, it was a... Uh, Shane's used to those rough street courses. Like he, the car... It's very similar, probably harder to drive than our than the Cup car. Honestly, they I don't think they have as big a tires as we have. So he came over here and drove a car that has less horsepower, um, more grip, and a street course that he's you know that he's used to. And I mean, every he got faster and faster as it went on too. And he did a really good job being patient in that race and just letting it come to him. But I, I think the competition, you know, you go to some of these tracks like there, Watkins Glen, Sonoma. I just think it's going to be hard to run, just be dominant. I think he can run with – I think he'll run with them guys, but I think he's going to get out of that race and be like, these guys are pretty get, pretty good at this stuff. That's what I want Carson to tell me. How good is this guy? How hard is it going to be for him to get here and be good, successful? <sighs> oh, man, I don't I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be really tough for him on the mile and a half, right? That's going to be tough to learn. I think the short oh, tracks are going to be super 25th tough. at a mile and a half is yeah, going to be like, gonna whoa. Be <laughs> I think genuinely I think there's going to be – I'm curious how he performs, right? Because I think there's a race within the race. I think he's racing Brody Kostecki, too. He's coming over. Yeah. They race each other all the time. It seems like Brody wins a lot. I keep seeing on Twitter he's winning. He's gotten really good. He's getting a lot better. I've heard his name a handful of times, even when I'm in the simulator. Um, Yeah. his, His name is obviously circling around so i think there's a race within the race especially between those two i mean how can it not as a competitor that's what you're used to is racing that guy right right. um i'm curious how he does and i'm curious who wins between the two or who's faster between the two because obviously svg's already has a win he's already knows this car a little bit but um yeah i don't know i my guess was anywhere from like six to twelfth would be like not a shock for either i think ahead of six would be above average and below 12th i think would be a bit of a shock for don't me. forget they're moving the start finish line back into that last corner so that should clean turn one up a little bit oh good that's a good idea i think anyway they are what, what do you think i think they're moving it well at what point or the carson because oh, i think okay. this is relevant to him coming over here if he starts running levels at what point were you like holy Man, the air of off this car in front of me it just makes me suck. I got to figure out how to manage this. I mean, second, I ran a truck race at Richmond or uh, <laughs> Phoenix. Um, that was the second I realized how bad dirty air is. I just think everybody, you know, you just hear it and you're like, ah, oh, it can't be that bad. But um, yeah, it was genuinely like, and I thought the Cup car actually was a little better for me at gateway than i was in the truck because i felt like in the at gateway in the cup car like you could kind of move around and avoid the dirty air or like the dirty air was so bad that if the guy in front of you was in dirty air you could run the top and even though the top shifting affects that a little bit i think just the way like how it's so rear dependent so dependent on like driving in super hard like 
not rolling the center and then getting off super hard. So like you could kind of run the top at gateway and like get a big diamond and get off the corner where like truck, it's, it's just all about honestly roll speed. We don't have like, we can't shift down and get RPM, but, um, so you're just kind of always just left front headlight out. Like very rarely ever can you yeah. just go up the, and our the, wedge, the body, usual tactics, our wedge body, like it makes it yeah. worse on the top where cup car, like you can kind of seems like, it wasn't as effective when I got up. There is definitely better air, like once you're there, yeah. once you're out. Yeah. Yeah. How do you keep your cool when you're in that situation? Because as a driver, that's got to be the most frustrating part of the race. When you catch a guy from from a straightaway back, and then you get there and you can't do anything. How do you stay calm? You try. I, I haven't in the past. Obviously, <laughs> we've seen you. We've, uh, there's there's no, actually we've seen you do that. Yeah, it's so frustrating. Like I, I hated PJ one for the longest time because it would take a worse race truck, put them in a lane that they're on the throttle more, and so like Texas, like you'd be wide, o- you'd be like wide open around the bottom, and you're. Obviously, like if you're wide open, almost on the bottom, you're going to be obviously wide open on the top you to make your truck. run. So the there. second like you move up, like you're now wide open versus now you have to lift when you're on the bottom. So now you're you can't get off the corner. So I'd be you'd be four or five, six tenths faster in the car in front of you. And the second you go to the you're running the top with them wide open. And then now you have less grip when you're going to the bottom. So now you're trying to pass in less grip and in a worse aero spot, so now you're even worse. So now you physically could not pass. Yeah. Tough. All right. I'm, I can't wait for this next one. I've actually got some audio for this once you cue it up, Andrew. <laughs> uh, spot on, spot off. Carson Hosevar says he's <laughs> tired after his Truck Series win on a I'm <laughs> tired. I'm going to do a new Greg, so come and throw up here in a minute. I am not technologically savvy, Carson, but if somebody doesn't make a GIF out of this that says I'm and tired with you running your hands through your hair in a video and send it to me. I'm going to be forever disappointed, just so you know. Uh, I mean, am I allowed to spot on myself? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, I was. I mean, I was just genuinely saying what I felt. I was I was about to throw up. I said that. Um, I didn't realize. I, it was a quick F-bomb. It was really quick. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. kind of like... Yeah, no, no, but it's almost like nobody heard it. Yeah. <laughs> It was well, that's like, why. That's why they have the t- the delay now. That, that was they live it, television. They seem to that miss it. That is actually true. That because yeah. I heard it too. Yeah. Yeah. Delays don't help f bombs. Uh, who's gonna pay that? <laughs> Did you get fussed at at all? I didn't know. Like nobody said anything. Good. Nobody told me. I anything. don't think you. Should. I was done with the well, media. They're going center. to now. I was done with the media center, and they're like. Well, originally, um, they thought I said I was getting drunk. Like originally, my sponsor thought that. Right. And they're like. You said that, and I'm like, no, I didn't. No, no, I didn't. I said I I'm going to watch, watch people get drunk. Yeah. I said at Texas, I got asked uh, what I was going to do to celebrate, and I said <laughs> I can't really celebrate. I'm just going to watch a bunch of people get drunk, and I'm going to have a good time. Kool Aid, man. Yeah. Kool Aid. And I'm like, and this. So I was like, ah, oh, it's just what I say every win now. Like I just watch people, and they're like, oh, okay. yeah. They're like, and then they always the funniest thing I said the f bomb, but they were worried about that. They're like, you said that. I'm like, no, no, I didn't. So we watched it like six times during the deal, and I'm like, man, I really did say that. And then I'm like, oh, I, I did say that too. Listen, though. all I, the kids should have been asleep by then anyway. It was a night race, and and I thought it was fucking funny. That was a good, yeah. I think it was a good race. It's fun to see different strategies kind of meet and see what works out. So I was just glad, like. I was on the right end of it. Yeah, time. I would say I was, so. I've been, I've been on the, uh, I was at Kansas and on the off 
of it and uh Derek Kraus blew a right front tire right in front of me and I lost six seconds on one lap. Wow. And I lost the race by oh, one point yeah. two. Mm. I actually remember that. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Carson, you, you talked about it earlier about like holding your breath and you didn't even know you were doing it. Like is that something that happens often when you're driving like those close high tense situations at the end of a race? Uh, maybe a little bit. Honestly, it was more when I won. Like I was just running around and I was like, like, I, I forgot to breathe when we won. Like I'm doing dur- burnouts and I'm like, oh, what am I doing next? I'm jumping up. I'm running around like so. And the adrenaline's just starting to wear off a little bit. Um, so I was I was more when when I won. I, I was I was we were so much faster than them and they kept telling me you're gonna get there you're gonna get there so i was like oh this is easy i was just focused on okay if a yell comes out this is the only way i lose the race it was fun to watch i will say that it was it was good racing man all weekend at richmond honestly we're glad you didn't throw up uh because <laughs> i would have threw up i can't watch people puke no i'm the same way yeah. i'm gross it's gross like i i've told everybody i'm like uh if you throw up i'm, I'm walking away like don't don't be insulted i'm yeah. just gonna turn away i've never cleaned up throw up in my life Ever. Have you, TJ? I mean, like even when a baby spits up, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, I mean, my kids, when they were little, yeah. Oh, I'm out. I had to hire somebody. <laughs> I How much? Do, I had to do it once. It was brutal. <laughs> oh. uh, I, I, I threw up again. Like, that was the worst part. I was at school and. Um, oh, those are the worst. I was at, I, I was at school and I got in trouble because I was always, like, I would always fake being sick to get out. Yes, yeah, I did that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we all did that. So I threw up at school and they thought I faked it. Like, because, like, I just ate it and it went down wrong. So, like, it came up, yeah. it, not to get gross and, like, but, like, it looked fake. Yeah. So, he's, they made me clean it up and I wasn't allowed to leave. And then I vomited again. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> and then they were like, oh. I'm like, what the, the worst was happen? on the school bus, man. If somebody threw up on the bus and then they had to clean it up, and that's that, that, it just that, sits there. Yeah, I was, it never I, went away. The smell, like the speedy dry. I got, I got two stuff. throw up stories. <laughs> I, I actually, I lied to y'all. I got two throw up stories. Oh god. One of them is I was coaching seven year old basketball, and the kid beside of me is this jovial, fun kid. And I look at him, and I'm like, man, you all right? Because he wasn't acting all right. He just shook his head no, and then he projectile vomited oh. everywhere. And, and literally, the referee looks at me and goes, Coach, the mop's over there. And I'm like, I went to the bathroom. I'm telling you, running to the bathroom. When I came out, thank God somebody else had cleaned it up. I, I have one. Go but, ahead, finish but, yours. But, I but the other one, one was, this was the worst one, dude. Oh, no. Uh, Bodie's friend Cam, baseball teammate. Um, we're in my truck. We're going to Columbia, South Carolina. I'm taking them to a college baseball game. And Bodie's like, Dad, I don't want a milkshake. Mm, Weather well, tech mats, bro. Nobody told me this kid can't have milk. What is that, lactose, lactose intolerant or something? Yeah. So they get these milkshakes, and I hear Bodie say, Dad, Cam just <laughs> threw up. And I'm like, surely I would have heard him. Surely he would have rolled the window down and tried to throw up outside. Brand <laughs> new truck, Carson. <laughs> so I start to smell the worst smell I have ever smelt in my adult life. And this kid had vomited all in my back seat. And unfortunately, leather seats, right? So you're like, man, no problem. We can clean this up. I'm going to man up right here. Well, the way he threw up, it went in between the seats and uh, down under. Oh, uh, you had to get up in there. Into the carpet. Sell the car. Oh. It cost me, I, I should have. It cost yeah. me 600 bucks. I Listen, I got bacon get it soda. Way more I got, than that. I got Glade. <clears throat> I got everything in the world trying to clean this up. But I finally, after a weekend, can you imagine in the summer getting in your car after somebody's thrown up? Now, I now know why Uber, Uber drivers charge $200 to throw up in their car. They should, charge, they should charge 2000 Yeah. Now, anyway. Uh, so. 
Jeez. back in the good old days when McFarlane was driving, Mark McFarlane was driving the Junior Motorsports stuff, we um, there was a little bit of a prank war going on. And, I mean, this is like breaking into houses, middle of the night, buckets of water and flour and stuff. It was that bad. Well, um, me and Topher took, uh, put sardines in the back of, open cans of sardines in the back of uh, Mark's car at the airport, and they oh. baked in there all weekend. Oh. So, uh, <clears throat> but the one thing about throwing up is this might make you actually throw up. So, when Madeline was little, I had her, and she was probably maybe, you know, two year, one or two years old. I was like, I just fed her uh, sweet potato, you know, the Puree. baby yeah. baby food and stuff. And I'm sitting there playing with her and I'm, I'm laying by my back and I'm putting her above my head. I was like scaring her with my eyes closed and <clears throat> I was like, you know, boo. And I, next thing I know, I'm like, she threw up in your oh, mouth. That's sweet man. potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> she puked in your mouth. She definitely threw up on me and went in my mouth. Dude, that stuff looks like puke before they eat it. So, yeah, so I had sweet potatoes. I mean, <laughs> all the guys in the room are laughing about these puke stories, and all the girls are like playing on their phones, not even listening to us. <laughs> We're so immature right now. It's definitely a guy thing to do. <clears throat> Sorry. Sorry for starting that. Uh, yeah. Did we, did, we get, did we get it all out? I think out? we're done. It's all we out. We got it all yeah. out. I didn't yeah. see yeah. vomit on the itinerary. <laughs> <laughs> we have a different show sheet. Um, <laughs> it's in between the lines. Yeah. It's like right. just in between the seats. Uh, oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This next one, spot on, spot off. Uh, Chandler Smith loses his brakes and runs himself into the concrete wall at Road America in order to scrub speed. Uh, TJ. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I got to be, can I be both? Because I'm spot on for his decision making in that process because it ended up Watching the next guy, I much would have rather taken the hit Chandler Smith did than the next guy that took the alternate route. So, um, spot on for his decision making. Spot off for the part failure at that point of the track because that would not be much fun. There, there's. A, I think I would rather have it happen there than that um, Canada corner that is at the end of that long straightaway with the kink in it and stuff. Because there's not a lot of runoff in that corner. Like you're, it's not much. So, but spot on for his decision making. Spot off for the. I don't know how you. I mean, I just don't know how. Listen, I know what he what he did. I saw it, but I don't know how you go. Oh, the smartest thing for me to do here is drive 170 miles an hour into that concrete barrier over there. Like I don't. How do you, Carson? How does that even go through your mind? Well, I've had it twice so far this year. Um, uh, Coda, I had no brakes. The brake canister or whatever like flipped out, fell off. So I had no brakes, no fluid left at all. So heading down, was it 11? Like you go through the S's, go uphill. Yes, downhill into that hairpin. Downhill into the hairpin. So I, I had nothing. I, I didn't think about turning into a concrete wall or anything. But like the only thing I thought of was like, I don't want to head on. So I just started clutching and like banging gears. So I banged third, I banged second. Like I just started hitting the clutch yeah. and like shifting. It broke the rear axle, broke the rear end out of it. Um, but it it spun, spun me out, out and yeah. I just kept spinning and landed in the con or landed in the gravel, which saved a truck. Like Justin Marks had it in our truck and hit head on and door tops down, <clears throat> basically killed it, the whole chassis of it. And uh, that's all I thought of in that moment. And then obviously gateway, like once the brake rotor fell, luckily it kind of spun me into the wall. But I didn't ever plan on turning left. Like I've always like you almost once you see one big hit, you're like, man, if that ever happens, you gotta like just train your mind like i've always thought about like straight straight like don't turn left at pocono 
if you break. Like, oh just, no, don't do that. You're just gonna hit a ramp. <laughs> yeah, just hook right and just no right days, days over, anyways. I, I thought it was cool on a broadcast how they talked about the Jimmy Johnson one from years ago, Watkins Glen, and then he jumped the sand pit. But what he mm-hmm. landed in was a huge tire barrier. And yeah. cl- clearly he took a massive hit, but he got out, walked away. They didn't have that there. Like if he had gone straight and jumped the sand pit or whatever, like he was going to be in a world of mess. So huge heads up play by Chandler. Uh, I did ask the question, and nobody told me. Maybe you know, Carson. When when we saw the explosion and what appeared to be brake rotor parts going all over the racetrack, if why do you lose all brakes at that point? Like why didn't he have three brakes that were working to slow him down? How does that work? You know. Uh-huh. Well, it's like I think it's the when that when that thing explodes, it loses. I mean, all the fluids coming out. Yeah. Well, plus two left front, like that canister is right there, so it probably popped it, popped the canister, yeah. popped the line, and. Um, I mean, plus two that it, it's like blowing a tire, you know, like, why can't you turn left? You have three other tires. Once you, know? you get that you fluid one. hot too, it's, it's over. It's not, it's that's hard. to Like you're watching and you're like, man, he's got a problem. And then you see, boom. And you're like, well, now he's got, yeah, a, big he's got a bigger problem, but you can't conceptually see that he's running a hundred. Like, like I had a little break yeah. at gateway left. Like when I was like trying to roll down pit road, like I had break enough to like stop, but like, it's just long, like yeah, super it doesn't, long. Like right, it doesn't, right. it, it does something when you're at like six mile an hour. Yeah. yeah it's not going to do it when you're doing 150 into the corner. Final topic, uh, spot on, spot off high tire wear and a low number of cautions opens the door for strategy to dictate the cup race at Richmond, Brett. Uh, listen, we're here for it. I mean, we want high tire wear. We want high horsepower. We want the, the cars to be able to be racier than what they've been. So I, I thought it was pretty cool that, that we had a Richmond where strategy uh, played out. Listen, but we also saw a lot of guys screw themselves. You know I mean? We talked about that earlier. <clears throat> Tyler Reddick, this guy is one of the best race car drivers in my mind in all of NASCAR right now. I truly think his talent level is that high. But for whatever reason – he and that team, man, they just can't have a mistake-free race and, and go out there and get max points and have a chance to win some more races. Obviously, they got the win at Coda earlier in the year, but that's a team that I really think should be winning three to five races a year with the talent that, that Tyler has. He misses pit road, runs over the box. Now he's got a pass through. Brad Keselowski, you know, stage win, running up front, obviously having a great day with Busher winning the race, but Brad Keselowski goes in there and screws up. Like you, the, These guys, it just shows you, and this is a phenomenal part of being a race fan right now, it shows you how hard they're trying because I came up in the 90s and the 2000s where they'd go out there and ride around at 80%, 90%, save their equipment, try to keep track position. That last fuel run, it was balls to the wall. Now it's balls to the wall the whole race. So I, I thought Richmond was a great race. We had a lot of strategy play out. You know, obviously a lot of, not a lot of natural cautions, but that doesn't mean it's a bad race. I'm spot on for it. I thought it was interesting to see the play of the 19 and them were making, whether it was going to work out or not. Uh, and, you know, we don't have to have a lot of cautions to have a good race. And those guys were on edge. I mean, you know, the other thing, you know, I you had guys running all the way to the fence. So, I mean, I don't know how you, um, I don't know how you get it to be any you know any better than that it's okay to have a in the pace like these guys were having i don't think the race fans or people in that pole right there that you just showed me know how hard these guys are driving to hit their marks like the way that that um busher was and brad was and even kyle and them up front like making yourself get to that paint there's it's a technique and it's hard to do there there's 
Not many guys that actually figure it out at Richmond, and you've seen it. You've spotted races there. How many guys really figure out how to drive Richmond? Not it's many. Tough. Yeah. And fact, for, watching those guys manage that forward bite off of four, man, that's, yeah. that's so and fun. And that entry into one yeah. to get to the bottom. I mean, Gluck's poll, 55% said it was a good race, 45% said it's not. Carson, was it a good race? You were there. I'm spot on, but I have two things. I, I would, number one, I want to see – I'm curious what Resin would do to the racetrack. I think Resin makes Nashville a really, really good racetrack, and I like having how the rubber – gets added like i feel like the resin adds a lot of rubber to the racetrack like richmond it doesn't seem like it ever really rubbers up i don't i didn't really see a lot of rubber i'm generally curious what that would do personally just because i know how important the paint is but with dirty air like i'd like to be able to move around like we we in the trucks can move around a little bit and you could run side by side so if i had a little bit more rubber or if you had to chase the rubber a little bit you could the paint's still going to be the fastest because it's the shortest and you have the grip on there. Right. But it allows a little bit of move around. Um, I think it ruins it. I do. You really? I mean, I saw the 23 and uh, maybe Priest race side by side for like six laps. But Priest was able to clear him on the bottom. But, man, he had to be so disciplined to do it. And I think, um, I think like what you said about the trucks, if you put resin down, I think everybody just runs up and then you're never going to be able to use the bottom to pass because it was close already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the only thing I look at, right, the resin, it, we put down rubber, but then we pick it back up. So then it almost resets. Like in the truck race, even in Xfinity, like Xfinity I thought was the most fun that weekend for me. I had a lot of fun at Nashville because like you ran the bottom for a while and then you'd move up and then you try to go higher and then you're like you're always chasing the grip and national truck it was the same way like every restart you'd almost like have a fresh track it was like racing but i think dirt, you like get a lot of i think you have a lot more cautions in the xfinity race in the in the truck race too to pick stuff up because how many times we slow down yesterday three four yeah i mean what was it how many yet was there any there's only like three or four cautions at most i think it was the two stage cautions and so then you're talking average of 100 laps a run that's a <clears throat> it's yeah. a long time. One at, one at the very end. The caution at the end was a surprise, I, and I don't yeah. know what happened. I never really saw. Oh, I saw it <laughs> when when Noah. I mean, Noah took Suarez out. Was he mad? No, he just had tires, and he was just trying to get all he could. Yeah, I got you. He was back in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the corner. How much endurance does that require for both? spotters? That's yeah, pretty for, bad. Well, <laughs> for spotters and drivers, more of just like you have to be on for those <clears throat> long green flag runs without really any breaks chairs? during the race. No. Only Hirschman because he brings his own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't see over the fence if you got a chair. You don't have like a stool, like a high stool or anything? No, no it don't nah. really work. <clears throat> and you're in such a hurt. I mean, you can't carry all that. But I don't know. I mean, it's definitely the driver's. Dude, they're and I know people don't think about it, like they're working their asses off, man, at Richmond like that to be that precise and and, and it's to, that hot too, and it's hot and the car's not handling good. Like we were so loose, and Brad was having a really hard time because we get that left front of the paint and it just swing the back around, and we couldn't like our left front's on the paint and our left rear's a foot off of it. But here comes you know like Chris could get to it and stay both both left sides right on it, and it was really really good. So. But to see these guys go in there, and I, I mean, I could actually see them yawed out, like whenever they go into the corner, and man, they're 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 working, man, and, and that pace with as hot as it was was slowing down, and so you got to mentally tell. I mean, he he knows you got to you got to mentally challenge yourself, like okay. I got to slow down to go faster right here. That Richmond's a big place for that, in my opinion. You how, know, how much does that cool suit help you? Just a little bit. Um, I don't think like, like it doesn't make you ice cool. It just helps you. It it 
helps you from overheating. Yeah. Like the, basically it just, it gets you, you get hot, right? You get warm, but it helps you never get that hot. You know, it never, it just keeps you from getting to a certain point of just overheating. Do you still run with it, the cool box to help get more oxygen to the helmet versus? I run it in the Xfinity car. I don't have it in the truck. I okay. just have, I just have a cool suit. Yeah. But honestly, I never had, I just had a helmet blower originally, but when I broke my ankle, I couldn't even, I couldn't work out. I couldn't. I wasn't even walking, so I was so wore out. They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna buy you one." Yeah, you, you, yeah. You're, you're, no question. That's what spotters need. Is that cool suit? <laughs> That'll fix a lot of problems. They won't give us shade. I mean, they're sitting these f-ing drivers these days. They're sitting in the car. They're they're sitting first of all. They're comfortable. They're in a mold fitted seat to their body. They got shade with a roof over their head. Now they got a cool suit. Most like any minute, they're gonna have some chick riding with them, fanning them in there. Don't most of the seats still have cutouts in them and stuff for air? Yeah, or they stop doing that as much. In the Xfinity car, Xfinity car. I've never had that many blowers in my car. Uh, feet blower, back blower, helmet blower, cool suit, spotter blower. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that. That sounded great. Probably, oh god, there's your title mm. of the show. <laughs> oh, I'm not titling the show that. <laughs> uh, spotter blowers. I mean, great. That's what you good, said, Brett. Great and, show. And, you know, uh, people and people also really struggle with this narrow curved pit road. I mean, it's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? I know. know. TJ, um, take us through what happened there with Brad's pit stop and almost not making it in there. What what happened there? I don't know. I gave him the I gave him the five away, and and I start looking around at like other things for cautions on the track and stuff like that. And I look in there, and we're, we're kind of pointed at a different angle, and uh, it costs us like three seconds maybe just a couple away. i mean it cost you a chance to win the race because you don't yeah, know what's we going to happen on that last restart if you're still mm-hmm. up there that's true but i mean i don't i don't think we were going to beat chris chris's car was better at that point but it definitely took us out of a, a late race restart position we got behind and got to you know we were racing for fourth fifth sixth somewhere in that area at that point but um yeah that didn't uh what do you think that win does to for Chris Buescher and Ralph Fenway, Keselowski Racing. Well, it locks them into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you tr- truly, what Thanks, does it do CJ. for the culture right now? I mean, it's been a hot minute. It's two years in a row now that, you know, and there's been three rate, there's been three races this year where one, you know, something falls a different way for us. Uh, both Atlanta races, you know, we were leading the first one. We make one other move. We, we could, that's, that's a possible win. Uh, I felt like we were Daytona 500 was we were in led the most laps that race. Uh, second Atlanta, um, there was another race where we were really fast. A couple races we were really fast too this year. Um, and I don't. Know, I mean, you you can see the you can see the change in the place. I think we talked about it a week or two ago a lot. But man, it's it's slowly changing, and I think this just validates that even more that the place is becoming more competitive every week people are seeing our cars in the top five and top 10 i think this is three straight top tens or so for brad um and and to lead i mean i don't know what we led yesterday led over 100 laps probably uh to drive around the cars that we did i mean opens eyes like um i mean we lapped the hendrick cars you know and that's not very hendrick cars yeah hendrick cars they were struggling but it's still though i mean you're you're lapping I i get it and people are like you know, I had one spotter come up to me and goes, how'd you guys get the lead? And I'm like, we drove up there because we're fast. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, which spotter was that? It was Josh. Because <laughs> oh, well, we sense. were, he was on a different cycle and he was catching us trying to get his lap back and he yep. had about 10 lap better tires. And he was like, I think it just surprised them that, you know, we were leading the race. And, but, you know, I, I think it's, it's huge for, it's just, 
More momentum, man. More who's, momentum. Who's your spotter? Tyler Green? Tyler Green, yeah. yeah he's a good dude. Uh, Herm obviously spots for Busher. I hope he enjoyed a crown of ginger last night. Cause I'm sure he did. That's a big win. He's probably still sleeping. Uh, asked Tyler Green about that time. I took him out in Vegas. All right. Uh, Does Chris and Brad drive similar? Like, do they drive the same? Like, do they like the same stuff? They always run next um, to each other, it seems like. I, I, I think, noticed TV say that. I think... Um, I think Chris has learned a lot from Brad too, though. Um, but I think, you know, I think this is uh, Chris is getting a chance to show his talent a lot more too. Um, they do drive. I think they drive similar because yeah. in, in the meetings and stuff, they have a lot of the same, um, you know, talks about things and, you know, character, like traits and characteristics. And, and um, but I think they have a similar driving style and, I think that helps a lot because it, like, like you were saying though, a lot of times you'll see one car run good at a company and the next car is 15 spots behind them. Like our cars do, they tend to both perform, you know, around the same, you know, if Chris is good, Brad's usually good too, you know? And I think Chris is a guy too. <clears throat> you talked about it earlier, Carson, like he's got that Matt Kenseth persona to me. Like he's not a big personality. You know, he's pretty quiet in the media. You don't, mm-hmm. you don't hear a lot out of him. Um, obviously, Matt Kenseth won a ton of races, but he, he races like Matt. He doesn't tear up a lot of stuff. He doesn't put himself in a lot of bad positions. Um, he's got to go out here and do what he did yesterday and win if he wants to stick around here in a, in a top-level yep. ride. Watching him behind us, and when we were leading the race, and I, I was telling Brad every move that Chris was trying to make because Brad was leaving a couple feet on the bottom and exit of four, and Chris was using that air in the paint right there. So I tell Brad, Brad takes it away. Next thing you know, Chris is trying a little bit higher entry to one, getting to the bottom a little bit later. So I'm like, Brad, you got to recoil a little bit more. You'll put him in some dirty air earlier, and he'll have a hard time turning to the bottom. And, and But I see these little things that he's trying, and it's like, damn, dude, quit. I just want to lead and get away from you. You stop doing this. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. But it was, it's cool because you see him doing that stuff, and and uh, he's, a, he's a very he's – he's quietly a very um, – Matt Kent's the talented race car driver. I find it interesting, too, that, like, you know, like you said, Carson, like the RFK cars are running up front. Then it was also the 2311 cars. It was, like, their day as well. So it seemed like it was, like, a team-oriented race. Yeah, like, a lot of times, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of times, I don't know if you see both, like, um, Trackhouse cars kind of separate right. sometimes. But our cars do seem to be stuck together quite a bit. Yeah. But, yeah, I think it's good. That shows the... You know, I mean, I, I walked through the shop there. Literally, this car, 17's here, and the 6 is right here on the plates together. I mean, they're right there working with each other and stuff. So, All right, listen up. I know this is important. A lot of big uh, sporting moments are coming up. A lot of big tailgates. College football's on the way. We're already right smack dab in the middle of racing season. And when you're a big sports fan, there's nothing better to do then look around your house and figure out how you're going to upgrade and get the best experience of these sporting events possible. Yeah, Brett. I mean, our new sponsor, Money Lion, is an all-in-one mobile finance app. They they obviously do a lot to support twenty three eleven racing, and uh, now now they've jumped on board here at DBC. Yeah, and the best part, they want to chip in with a little something to help get you started. That's right, free money, up to fifty five dollars free money. Use the code dollar sign dirty mo. That's dollar sign D I R. T-Y-M-O to get up to $55 after you download that Moneyline app. Yeah, I mean, you can borrow, save, earn money all in one place. It's a pretty, pretty easy app for it. With Moneyline, you're one step closer to getting your financial future on path. Visit Moneyline.com slash hot pass for more information.
Let's move on to the DBC A main, where we talk about all things <clears throat> dirt racing. Hey, hang on one second. Hey, Stella. <laughs> what? I'm working. Can I call you back? I found my Nintendo Switch. Oh, that's really good. Thank you. I'll give you a piece of chocolate when I get home, okay? Okay, two. Right. Oh, two? Okay, love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. She's got a tough. What'd she chocolate. find? So, <laughs> they went to Disney a handful of months ago, and ever since they went to Disney, uh, they couldn't find her Nintendo Switch. And Switches are... Expensive. Yeah. And I have not been happy since. So, <laughs> this is like, this is a good day. She found it. Yeah, and she... She gets chocolate now. I'll tell you real quick. The worst thing that I did, she's going to turn six on Wednesday. The worst thing that I did is teach her how to use uh, the browser on her iPad and the talk to text because she doesn't know how to spell everything. Right. And so she'll be like searching. She's like She hits the little thing and goes, you know, pool toys. Oh, Barbie dolls with long hair. And like she gets all oh, that. Then I get stupid me taught her how to send me that link. So I get links all the time. And, <laughs> but listening to her word things, um, uh, it is scary sometimes because she'll be like, uh, hey, you know, I want uh, toys for love. And I'll be like, nope, no, we're not searching that. <laughs> yeah, give me that iPad. Let me see your iPad. Well, this. She has your shopping addiction because TJ buys everything. He owns every gadget known to man. <laughs> Mostly sim racing stuff. Yeah, and, and yeah, you like definitely that. need to filter her Are you a her Facebook search. marketplace guy or you just buy everything? I have bought one thing off Facebook marketplace. Really? Yeah, I bought a set of pedals, but it was a good how, deal. How was that experience? It's fine. Yeah, it was great. He just I'm tells always, me on the way in here skeptical. he's getting ready to buy a new car. Like this no. guy buys everything. Someone throw up in it? No, oh. I would probably do it <laughs> if he did that. But I'm. He probably has. He's a sim racer. He probably has a lot of stuff too. I have a lot. See, TJ, what pedals you got? Well, that's funny that I, you say that. Do, that. do you know what I have? No, I don't. I just those some of the ones I bought off uh, the marketplace. So I have like. That's not what kind. That's where you I, I mean, I have like four different pedal sets okay. in my house. I have Simtrex, Husenfelds. I have Fanatex or whatever you want to call I have. I have too much. <laughs> uh, where were we? We were, DBC, a, a main. A we're a going main. to the yeah, A main. Lead, lead, in, lead into that nice and clean one more time. Carson, do you race dirt? He does. Yeah, you do. Uh, Any time I can get in one, really. I mean, um, you go to Eldora, nothing like going to the biggest and most famous, one of the most famous dirt tracks in America. Try to make the biggest late mile race. <laughs> we weren't bad, actually. We ran sixth in uh, our prelim night in the feature, and we we're 27th overall in points, and there were 92 cars. And um, I mean, yeah, I've only ran a dirt. Field, I've only too. ran a dirt late mile four times, so that's all. It's all new world to me. Did they turn on the freaking fire down the back stretch? When you were there? Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to tell you, the, I've, I've had the luxury of going to Eldora three times. The atmosphere there is phenomenal. It's as good as any racetrack anywhere in this country. Did they? The question is, how many times did they turn it on? They do it every it's, it's, feature. Yes. Like, and there's double feature every night, so it was just nonstop. Yeah. And, like, and then there's the qualifier, then there's the last chance, and they just they crank it up. The guy that works that deal has a great time because he's just nonstop just hitting that button. <laughs> oh, man, I love That it. would be kind of fun, the fireworks guy. 
That'd be pretty neat. Yeah. That would just be a good nonstop job. trying to figure out different ways to Do you think they have it wired up? up? You know what I mean? Do you think they have like some sort of permanent thing in the ground back there where like a dude just be oh, you want, oh, fire, flips the switch, and it's like. I Bruh. wouldn't trust myself with that switch, but I would trust myself more than I would trust Clint Boyer with that switch. Well, have you ever, oh, I'd never trust Clint with that. There ain't no way. Have you ever seen those videos where like it accidentally, like instead of like going in the line, right? Like it just all of them yeah. go off yeah. at yeah, one that would be kind of cool. Yeah, it's awesome. You ever throw more? Nah, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> Were there any good dirt races this weekend on TV? I didn't. I didn't watch. Any. Uh, yeah, there were some good dirt races. Um, a guy, a buddy of mine, flipped out of the park at Williams Grove. Or, uh, yeah, it was Williams Grove. I think it's a cool so, racetrack. Yeah, another guy gave him a right rear tail to the front stretch, and he ended up next to a tree outside of turn one. So, Jeez. good job, Carson. You know, we hear drivers like Kyle Larson. I guess when Christopher Bell did race dirt, that it helps them on the NASCAR side. Would you say that you pick pick things up when you race dirt? I think so. I think the dirt lane mount helps me a lot. Um, it took me a, a little bit to learn that you lift down the straightaway and then you're more in throttle in the corner. Like that, that took <laughs> me a little bit in the dirt lane mount to figure out, and it ultimately helped me. Like we ran Kansas um, last year. And I wasn't very good at running the fence in a stock car. I ran Eldora the first first time ever in a dirt late model. We went to Eldora Thursday, that Thursday night. And then I flew to Kansas. And I thought I was like, it was pretty crazy that you could like, it, it was a perfect storm to like reassure that their investment in a dirt late model was a good investment because I was like, man, it helped me a lot to Kansas. Like I was like, I would probably tell you this anyway. I would probably tell you this because I want to run the dirt car more that it was good, but like <laughs> it genuinely, I thought helped me just kind of understand you don't need to go super fast into the corner. Like you actually can back it up and then just make all your speed from like the one third mark all the way through. I'll tell you what I see with it too, is I watched uh, <clears throat> at Richmond, I watch um, the first guys that look around for grip and you know, you can find grip at Richmond, like low on the exit of four and, and so I watched, uh, you know, you watch Briscoe in practice. He busted off a couple laps in practice, and he was going in way high, stopping, and then turning down. He was almost like like he was coming to pit road off of turn two, finding grip, and he was doing the same thing out of four. But those are the, those are techniques like that the guys in dirt do to get to the, the, the grip. You know, they get up and they get real low like half these times when they come off turn two it. The outlaws, like watching Larson and them run, they look like they're against the inside wall, but they're flying too because they're in the grit. And I think, I do think that translates. Like, remember uh, Larson? One thing that stands out to me is Larson leaving turn four at North Wilkesboro. He was like way lower than everybody else off of four. And it's because he's down there getting, getting grit. And then everybody started doing it. So I think dirt teaches things like that as well. But. You're nonstop moving around. I even tried that the test. I ran uh, his line off too. Remember when he, yeah, that was my favorite race. Yeah. You were nonstop moving around trying to find different lines. And I tried what he was doing. You remember how he would like be super slow and then turn and down, turn and, down and get yeah. on the new concrete. Oh yeah, yeah, or new asphalt, whatever it is, and turn two and like yeah. run and run through the dirt. Well, I tried that and it broke the nose. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I you can't do that. And he did it. I did it a little further around the corner. He did it like, and it was so dirty. It was so new. Like it yeah. never would have worked. But it, when everybody cleaned They're it always off, looking. it was, when mm. I saw him do it, I'm like, damn it. I had that idea. And it, yeah. I thought I already wrote it off. I'm like, dang it. And like, they now, started now doing I'm like scratching race. it off. They're like Denny started, I mean, they all like, they saw Larson do it. And here comes like Bell and, and uh, Denny started doing it. And I had to tell Brad at one point that, look, man, I mean, these guys are finding grip 
another lane lower. I know, I know it's gonna you're gonna hit your head on the headrest when you hit it. But I mean, they're doing it. They're doing it. It was pretty funny yesterday. Larson caught Denny at one point, and when I'm telling you, he knocked him out of the way. You, they showed Denny's in car, and Denny's clearly focused on what he's doing. And when he gets hit, you almost see his body jump like he's somebody jumped out from the corner and said "boo." Like he was not <laughs> expecting that hard of a contact now did he lose his composure and do something stupid no but he literally jumped inside the race car reacting to kyle knocking him out of the way you think larson keyed up right when it happens that never touched him (laughs) never touched him he definitely touched him that was something y'all talked about testing any any insight going into this richmond test that's happening this week out on these cup cars i'm quietly excited to see you know how it is i will tell you this though the air was pretty bad at richmond but it wasn't i mean it wasn't I feel like it was better than Martinsville because you have lanes. You could move up and run that little bit of higher entry. And if you, it's such a technique there to run the bottom that people slip up and leave you that little bit of air, right? And yeah. then once they get in, with, once they get in within a couple car lengths, they can roll that lane higher and then turn down. You're just kind of, you're kind of in trouble at that point. But this, from what I've read and heard about this package, I guess it's like a hundred count more downforce for the car behind or something like that yeah like that's that's what they're hoping for yeah so i guess it's supposed to be a pretty big difference so i hope it's good yeah I'm, you know hey they're trying right which is all we can ask for so keep 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 uh you know working on it making it better i think the uh the 100 pounds gained of downforce was something that they already discovered before this Richmond test that they were like doing wind tunnel testing and like that was something that has already been discovered. So, but now they're going to try it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between the wind tunnel and yeah. the real track. No, that's true. I don't know if you know that or not, but I do. Okay, yeah, just checking. This kid also put diesel in a gasoline powered car, so just you know. You did that years. Oh yeah, you did that. Yeah, I did that. Oh my god. Wait, but wait, did you do the reverse? What What? do you mean? What? Wait, did you put (laughs) did you put regular gas in a diesel car, or you put diesel in? This is a meeting of the minds right here. (laughs) Let me tell you. I put regular gas in a diesel truck. Oh, you guys are like opposites. Yin and Yang over here. In a regular. Hold on. How do you do that? <laughs> like, do you have a diesel truck that you yeah. like? Show us how'd you do it. Go ahead. How, like, show us your hand movements. Here. No, I'm not going to no, show you the like, hand movement. I didn't know. This was years and years ago. Like, I just got my license and I didn't know the difference and I just like held it in even though it didn't fit. Wow. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, so, wait, if it so doesn't you, fit, wait, there's so probably you a had, sign you, you shouldn't be no, there. You had no diesel vehicle at all. No. You're, so no. you just randomly grab the diesel one? Yeah. Oh, I, there's you're a lot a, stupider. There's than a me, joke though. that I want to <laughs> say right now, but it's definitely not. See, more I well, my, my excuse from it is I used my mom's Tahoe for a while. I had my truck. I never even was close to messing up. Well, I had my mom's D, uh, Tahoe, yeah. and I brought it. I had to bring something down for her, and then bring something back. So I came down it to North diesel? Carolina. It, it's uh, no, it's it, not that, diesel. It's yeah. not diesel. Damn, but it's diesel I, Tahoe. <laughs> it's identical, like interior and everything. And I and she needs. 93 premium. So I'm like, oh, don't mess mom's car up. So I, I drove 14 hours, you know, Michigan, North Carolina, spent some days in North Carolina, drove back, flew down first, second, first time my truck needs fuel. And I'm like, 93, like there's not a diesel. The one pump I go to doesn't have diesel. 93, pull out, got like on the exit ramp. I'm like, all right. You didn't go far. I'm on the phone with mom. And I'm like, yeah, this and that. And I'm like, oh, God. Where are you at, mom? She's like, I'm in my truck. I'm in the car. I'm like, uh, like, <laughs> I threw it in neutral, and it just started to like lock up. And uh, 
got me for sixteen hundred bucks cleaning that thing out. But that's they, a lot. They said if you can't uh, just drain the fuel and change spark plugs. Well, they oh. got to change the filter. They got to change oh. the labor. They got to do everything. So yeah, it probably uh, took them all day but, to do it too. <laughs> oh yeah, it took them two days. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> no, let it drain but out. <laughs> they said uh, they said if it went through the system, it would have been sixteen grand. So. Damn. So that would have been. Man, that'd have been like Carvana. Come get it. This runs great. <laughs> wow. So luckily, I'm like, okay. And luckily, and the worst part was it wasn't even my, it's not even like really my truck. I'm on a. You know, I can piece. actually probably excuse yours a little easier than him because. Yeah. That doesn't fit. Like, no, it I doesn't know. fit. Like I said, I was very new to getting my license. Oh, yeah, I didn't even realize that part. So you had to, like, you struggled at it. That's yeah. what I'm like, saying. Like, yeah. how did you even get it in Here's there? the only thing that is confusing. Yeah. Stand and maybe up and show me how you did it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to show you. This could be the only thing. And then we'll, this is getting off, off topic. But <laughs> in Illinois, like, some regular, some regular gas pumps are green. So, like, I had used regular, normal gas pumps that were just straight up green. No, but you got to click the thing, no, right? It, did like, you not yeah. read? It says diesel. I know, yeah. <laughs> not color-coded, like. So, I'm not, I'm not that. He's I'm, from Illinois. Give him I a break. I don't care about that. I just wonder, like, <laughs> did you not, like, be like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, this, this, this isn't fitting. What's wrong? You're not like, oh, well, let me read what I'm putting in here, and maybe. No, you just kept on digging. Yeah. <laughs> you know, committed to this. How much was the bill? to it. Luckily, it was within warranty of us buying the car, so they warranted. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. yeah, they warranty stupidity. Yeah, wow. That's pretty awesome. Hey, you think Jason Schultz still bills the company for the prime parking? Uh, I bet he does. <laughs> VVIP. Yeah, uh, our old wow. producer. He used to go to the airport and just park in the hourly <laughs> and for like four days, and then turn the bill in. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to reaction theater, shall we? Yes. I swear Martin Truex Jr. is the cryingest race car driver in NASCAR. All he does is all race long, wanting to know why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? Oh, we're screwed right here. Oh, we're in big trouble here. Dude, you were running outside the top 20 and you ended up finishing seventh. Have some damn patience and let the race work itself out, not steady push the button on the damn steering wheel and cry every five laps. Guy's a big Truex fan, yeah. huh? <laughs> Didn't, what did Martin do to him? Well, Martin, last member of the first Richmond race, uh, they pitted. <laughs> they were on the other side of the strategy, and they ran out of tires at the end. Remember they put them used tires on, didn't tell him at the end, and he's like, this thing had no grip, and they're like, oh, the crew chief's like, yeah, they were uh, scuffs or something, so... Oh, why didn't you tell me? They definitely didn't need to suspend or get rid of Paul Tracy in the SRX series. I'll tell you what, he should have a spotter, and he should be the only one with a spotter. He, his f***ing mirrors must not work or something. He races like an idiot. Yeah, that. so the mirrors, they only have a, they have two mirrors in that thing. It's the little side mirror, which is probably also the smallest side mirror that you can have. Brad told me you can't see out of them cars at all, and... Most of them guys... Paul can't even see out the front of them. Well, yeah. And uh, that, that's been an issue for like three years now. So um, how many years has so it been going Is he on? ultimately suspended? Like gone, gone? Uh, he's gone for uh, a while. Indefinitely. Yeah. They didn't, get, they didn't give a time range yeah. on when he I mean, Schrader back. was pissed. Yeah. Did you see Schrader? Yeah. Oh, yeah. When Kenny Schrader's mad, something's wrong because that guy is like the most easygoing guy, racer, and understands everything. 
He didn't like hitting that inside wall. No. So, and it was well, clearly avoidable. I was just say they got the perfect time to do it though to have Johnny Benson at Berlin. Yeah, to fill I know. Because and Johnny runs like those those cars up there with like a wing the size of this brick wall. Super mods. Yeah, yeah. but don't they have those big wall wings on them? I thought he ran those cars too, like those late models with the. Are he like how old is Johnny Benson? I got to look that up while y'all. One hundred four. Although the uh, the outlaw late models. Yeah, didn't he run them too? They that's only like once. I've like, seen him run that super. So, so he used to have okay. the, I the outlaw late mile I grew up racing was actually his. So when he was getting out of that, so you got a good the, car. <laughs> that's the outlaw late mile I ran. He's born in '63. What's that put him? Sixty. Sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It'd be cool to have him back, man. I remember him. He's a super nice guy. Uh, always was to me, man. And him, him driving that Cheerios car, that was fun. That was I remember awesome. it wasn't but a couple months ago or so, three months ago that I turned, I was watching some race on something, and he was in it. They were maybe, a, it might have been a track in Ohio with Super Modifies or something, and I, he was running like second or third. Might have been Jennerstown maybe, something like that. But yeah. he was competitive still, so good for him. He'll be good. He'll be good at Berlin. Mm-hmm. This is your weekly Blaney fan update. <laughs> We are currently drinking beers in the bathtub, but uh, we'll get them next week. Go quiz. Okay, I'm that a little like concerned. About that sounds like you. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. How bad did Blaney run this week? <laughs> he, was, he was not good. Where did he end up? I don't not, even know. He's not as bad as Cindric. Uh, who, who is we are drinking beer in the bathtub? That's the concern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How big is this bathtub? Did he say we? He said we yeah. are drinking beer. Yeah, but, but I mean, most bathtubs aren't big enough fans. for we. You know. I mean, take Carson Osovar right here. Guy's <laughs> six foot eight over here beside of me. Do you want to be in a bathtub drinking beer with him right now? I'm not getting in a bathtub with him. <laughs> I'm not getting in a bathtub with anybody. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> My legs stick out, anyways. Oh, I bet they do, dude. If you put, top, I can't. I can't take a bath. I, so the, I, I take a bath in the pool. It's the only way I fit. I hate people's feet on me, and I bet your toes are like really long because you're so damn tall. If, you, if your toes touch me, I would vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate feet. I hate even pretty girls' feet. <laughs> Not a feet guy. Do you hate your own feet? Yes, so you're telling I do. me. I don't like my feet either. You're telling me. Uh, I gotta stop. <laughs> no, no, no. No, I mean. Uh, hottest up. girl known to man. Don't touch in. me with your. You're feet. not touching her feet. <laughs> no, don't touch me with your. Feet. Why? What's wrong with her feet? I don't. I don't. Are you Are you able to go to the beach? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I don't sit there and play footsies with. Yeah, but I mean, do you do you notice other people's feet when you're sitting there and stuff? No, I don't like look. I'm not like photophobia, <laughs> but. So so like, totally. like, like, it ain't you, really the feet as like, much as it is the sure toes. Do you make sure not to look down, though? Like, yeah. like, are you, like, actively avoiding looking at people's yes. feet? It's, t- it's the toes I have a problem with. Well, what's the toe? Like, like the just, length, I don't the know, turn? The toenails, the... the ah, get your <laughs> feet off. <laughs> He's got shoes on, thank God. <laughs> Blaney finished 14. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> we drink a beer in the bathtub, he said. <laughs> maybe it's a, maybe it's like a celebratory. Like maybe it's like he's like happy about it. <laughs> he didn't sound very happy. That's the, about uh, to buy a fake foot on Amazon and put it under the table here and touch it on Brett. Sounds <laughs> hot. No, you sweat. just gotta cut the toe out. Like you just gotta yeah. have cut toes. I think I found the podcast title. We drinking uh, beer in the bathtub. Yeah, that is concerning. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Why are we at Richmond in July? Why? It's hot. It's hot everywhere. It is. Why in Richmond, Virginia in July? There's plenty of tracks. Holy heck, NASCAR. Come on, Ben Kennedy. Let's fix the schedule. What's wrong with a hot race? I just hate it for the fans. It is. I mean, it was. I mean, it's 100 degrees. Heat index probably over 100. 
that's I think it's a better race during the day than it is at night, but I just hate it for the fans. I mean, we talked about it last year at Atlanta, man. We were all there just dying. But that's no different than going to a football game. That's no different than going to a baseball game. Yeah, but the ga- football games are always yeah. Football games are in the fall. Yeah. yeah, I mean, just I mean, college starts in the summer. September, but they're night it's games, hot. man. There'll be seven thirty kickoff in Charlotte. There, right I here. promise you, there's more day games than night games in college football. They just don't televise them. Yeah, I don't know. In the South, I don't know about that. Well, they don't televise them probably because the stands aren't full. Or they're just small. Well, I was in New Mexico last week. It was 107. Uh, it was hot. It's hot. I will tell you this. guys right. It's hot everywhere. I will tell you this. We're gonna, if we go and run Richmond later in the fall, you're going to be like, why do we run Richmond in the fall? It's raining all the time. Oh, I missed the race because it ran on Monday. We need to run this in the summer. Okay. That I will t- like Martinsville where they're all complaining. Yes. Now they wanted a day race because there's too much grip. <clears throat> You know, you're, you're, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. But yeah, there's no. It definitely was a little, like, I've never, I've never been outside the racetrack. And I, I was walking around. I never noticed how many people, like, the stands would be full if everybody's in the stands. Yeah. But they're all, like, there were hundreds and hundreds of people just under the stands, you know, just hanging listen, out. Listen, listen yeah. to Scanner. I think you know going into it. You know, you know if you're going to a, a race during the day, it's going to be hot. And luckily, you know, the race didn't go green until, like, 330, 340 something. So, you're kind of past the hottest part of the day anyway, so I don't know. I, I also don't mind it because if it does rain, that track dries quick, you know, and, and um, <clears throat> you know, in the fall, when you get that, that rain and it's cold, that thing takes forever to dry. Yeah. I've been watching this sport, and I've devoured every freaking episode on Builder to Download for the last three or four years. I still don't understand what the point system is. So that's the problem with NASCAR. When you watch football, they score a touchdown, they get six points, they get the extra point, they get a field goal, get three points. Basketball, same thing. Three-pointers are three-pointers, a two-pointer is a two-pointer, free throw is a one-pointer. Soccer, hockey, one point. Don't even know those games. I know it's one point. Carson and I were talking about before the show, like it is hard to keep up with the points and knowing who's where, and I don't know how we simplify it. Like I think that the point system is probably really good right now. But it is confusing if you don't really understand it, and it's it's a lot to understand. I mean, I don't understand a lot of the like you get you understand the point system, but that's the game. You understand, okay, stage, stage. Like I don't understand the playoffs. I don't understand like any other sport. Like it's 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 confusing if you're not like a hardcore fan. But like at the same time, like the regular season, I feel like it's the easiest part. You win, you're in. Yeah. Like you, you're high enough in points. Like you're you're in. I feel like that part's simple. Just like how many points you get and, and like trying to keep up once you're to the playoffs of like your playoff bonuses and what all the bonuses and where everything is like that, that part's confusing. For yeah. Me. Yeah. I mean, everything's weighted, you know, more now than it ever has been. And wins are super important. Playoff points are really important. You have banked and I was in, I've been in this position a, a few times, a handful of times in the cup series. We've banked a lot of playoff points going in, to the playoffs and man does it make it a lot easier but you race your ass off in the beginning of the year and fight like heck to get those and that that's why people race so hard that's why they you know that's why you don't have um you know me uh, me and brett were around whenever a guy had a 200 point lead and i'm gonna go and tell you it's not not nearly as exciting when a guy has a 200 point lead and and he's just he honestly runs at about a 7 out of 10 at that point too and because everyone else has to try a lot harder and he just cruises along things are 
it's built this way for the race fan to be exciting, you know, exciting yeah. and pressure packed. So yeah. well, I remember when I was a kid, I always hated when the driver get out and say it's a good points day or like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to do this or we wanted to get aggressive, but yeah. we, you know, we needed the points or needed yeah, you couldn't lay this. it on the line. And it was like, that's boring. Like, why wouldn't you like try to win the like six year old me doesn't understand points. I'm like, why, why wouldn't you win the what race? Year were you like, born? 2003. About when I first started spotting. <laughs> I don't even care. Carson Hover, Hovervar, Hovervar, yeah, Hosevar is a bitch. a baby bag. Uh, see you next Tuesday. He ain't worth a damn. I wish I could punch him in the. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Wow, that was aggressive. <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> you must know him. No, he said was it your PR guy? Is that who called you? He said I'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Who do you see? Where am I going Tuesday? I don't know. You tell me. Was that Al Nice? (laughs) (laughs) Probably someone that works at NASCAR. To be honest. Oh boy, that was a funny one. (laughs) That's it. I mean, that's all we got. That's what we got. Yeah. Right on. That's what we got. That that sounds like somebody that you would know. Well, I don't think so. That guy had a lot of hate in his heart. Oh, yeah. well, I know. You know what? What might cancel that out is uh, he didn't have. Didn't, I mean, ho, 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 what a, <laughs> Yeah, it took him a few. It times. took him a minute. And he my, was drinking my, beer in his bathtub. Too. Yeah. Maybe the same guy. He might have oh, been. Gosh. I just laughed that he like he missed it, got it right, and then was like, "Oh wait, I got it right." Not nah, f that guy. I'm gonna get it wrong again. <laughs> awesome. Uh, that those were, we had some good ones this week. Um, make sure you call in to Reaction Theater at seven zero four eight zero two nine five. Seven two, just save it to your phone. You know what you need to do is take those last four digits and just come up with a word that you can make like, out of those like, letters. Yeah. Yes. So we can stop saying that and they bath. can just get. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if it bath. was bad? Seven zero four eight zero two bath. Easy. Nobody caught more on this show for reaction to than TJ did when he was spotting for Logano. Oh, it was like, It was week. five calls a week, and all five calls would be bashing TJ and Logano. <laughs> well, there's probably like 30 calls, but they only played five, so it was not, you know. How, uh, how often do you get a Blaney update from that guy? Is that, that was the, the second, second week. week in a row. Yeah. Second week in a row. What was, was the first, first week? First, first week, week, he's like, pray for us Blaney fans. Do you have it? Uh, I'd, Andrew would have I it. I probably have it. It essentially yeah, he's was like, a he's like, we're It's t- actually pretty good. He's like, we're, we're, we're sad. I, re- I really hope we're he tired. I, I yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm going to go and tell you, betterhelp.com, that guy. <laughs> you know, that That's was it. one of our reads there. So better help for uh, your Blaney. And Bla- I mean, maybe Blaney he doesn't had a need better help. Run Apparently, he's week. got somebody in the hot tub or in his bathtub with <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of Blaney, Dave Blaney ran third last night in World of Outlaw Race. Wow. In Weedsport, New York. That's pretty good. Yeah track was all slick and he was just running around the bottom is awesome well let's move on to ask dbc sending your questions each week using the hashtag ask dbc we'll pick the best ones this first one is from chelsea carson when are you going to bring back the the hats oh i don't i don't know those are expensive yeah it says especially the pimp hat especially the pimp hat well that was easy that was an easy one i had a cane so the story of the cane was (laughs) i so like the joke, so I was off for like four weeks or six weeks, whatever it was. I couldn't walk. I couldn't do anything. They not weight bearing is what they say. But then after a while, they're like, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna, you're gonna have to work it up, build some strength. You're gonna need some port. Like you're gonna have to get a cane." So I went to Walmart and went and got a cane and uh, went up and I'm looking through the pharmacy. <laughs> you went to Walmart to get a cane. I went to Walmart to get a cane That's because not- I well I. 
I ordered one online, but it never came. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving to the race. I don't like I, I told everybody I'm not going to have crutches. Crutches are a lot harder. Like I need a cane. So I went to Walmart pharmacy, got a cane. So I'm in line and I'm like, man, I, I, I'm looking and I'm, I'm going through the aisles and stuff. And I find this like, did you use it right when you picked it up? I, I, well, I found this foldable cane. Like, I'm like, man, this is sweet, like foldable, like r- real easy. Well, then this, you know, senior citizen gets a senior citizen <laughs> a d- discount anytime she goes to a breakfast establishment, grabs the same one as me. And I'm like, oh, man, come on. Like, that's not very. So I'm like, oh, at least hopefully, like, oh, maybe nobody's going to recognize it person at the counter reckon it goes oh how you feeling i'm like it's kind of weird I'm like yeah i'm doing all right and she's <laughs> like yeah well like you know hopefully good luck this weekend i'm like what do you mean i'm like she's like oh I, like my dad's in racing and stuff he's like, he's like i'm a big fan i'm like okay <laughs> you just checked out the senior citizen lady getting the same thing as me yeah. so i'm like so i'm like I'm, i need a different cane so i'm I thought you were gonna up. ask her to buy it no i should have <laughs> for the discount i should have That's what I'm saying. so anyway so uh, I'm like, I need a, like a pimp cane. So I found one with like a monkey skull on it and everything. And I'm like, oh, I'll just need it. I need to get a pimp hat. So that's where I got the hat. But um, yeah, no, I, hats are getting expensive. I, I'm, I'm very fortunate in life that right now I get paid to put a suit on rather than pay to put a suit on. So if I'm going to spend. Yeah, define suit. My, uh, like Nomex or like <laughs> you sell like car wash. You know, yes. like car, the guy at the car wash yeah. trying to get people to pull in. Um, but or Chick-fil-A. It, 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 it's kind of ran its course. I feel like I, I'm, I'm a, I would be way out of ideas. And after a while, like cer- certain point, I get it. If I can, I still have my personality to express myself. I don't need to have a hat. To, I would to just let that. your to- trophies do the talking from here on. Well, that's it worked out. My first win, I got a cowboy hat, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm 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 fine just wearing just victory that, yeah. lane hats. Yeah. This next one coming from Mitchell Douglas. How difficult is it navigating the Truck Series playoffs with all those off weeks in between races? That's a good question. It's really tough, honestly. Like I, ha- I hate that the way the schedule's formatted. Like it's obviously, obviously front. R- you say loaded. that now. Wait till you rate thirty-eight races. <laughs> I rather race a lot more often, at least a little bit. Like well, they obviously front load the schedule because of Fox, right? Like. The Fox is on Cup and Xfinity. It's it's no brainer why they front load our season, but um, like we run, you know, two weeks at IRP and then we have a month off. Like you run your first playoff race and you got to think about it for a month. Wow, like you, no rhythm to get in. Like you forget mm-hmm. about it, like or like people forget about it. I feel like you know the Xfinity and Cup is going to be not even had their start of their playoffs and we're already one race in and. Um, but you're in a much better position in the truck. It's got to kind of be smooth sailing for you. Like, it's smoother right now. and got to be more fun. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I, I, I much rather race. Like, I love our seven, yeah. eight weeks in a row. Like, I, I'd rather race. Like, it, especially if you, you str- like if we go to IRP and crash, you got to think about it for a month. Like, you, you forget about it. You get out of the rhythm. But you're coming off a win, so, I mean. Yeah, we feel good. <laughs> like, luckily, I'll have an Xfinity race and two now. But, like, that was the biggest thing. Like, we well, last year, we ran... We ran a race and then we had a month off and then we had the first race of the playoffs there and it's like yeah. like you like i felt like i was at a disadvantage because you 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 know john hunter or guys ran xfinity races or whatever they, like, they're constantly in a rhythm of pit stops yeah. and like i don't yeah. get pretty just getting wrapped like i i felt like it took me like two or three laps to get back in a rhythm of driving then you're you're a month plus off of pit road your pit guys are mm-hmm. out of sync like you can't get in a rhythm and momentum you know one of the you know what it is like Usually, some of the best races to win are the races before. Oh yeah, an off weekend or something like 
and I've been a part of a couple of those. And even when I when COVID hit, I think I think we won the last race, Phoenix. Before. Yeah, I think I won Phoenix with Joey, and then COVID hit, and it was like, it, I mean, not that it was a fun time, but it, at least you had momentum. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I wouldn't have thought of it. Like, I didn't race COVID time. Like, I didn't even really run. Like, oh, it was I, weird. I can't imagine. Like, that was so weird. Well, I didn't run pre-COVID. Like, I always like all my truck races. I ran two truck races before, but all my races were like covid like no practice or anything so like yeah i can't imagine like too. if you like if you crashed out early and then all of a sudden you're off for three months yeah that's one of the things that i think hurt haley too because she came in and went to all these right like her first lap at, Tur- at darlington was lap one of the race that was mine yeah yeah and it's tough man so all right let's move on to one idiot what an idiot man I got a Who couple. Who should I tee up? TJ, you ready? You got any good ones, Brad? I got a few mm. of these. Well, I, I'm okay. going to go first because the guy already kind of stole mine, though. But, I mean, it it has to be Paul Tracy. And it, actually, it mm-hmm. has to be whoever thought bringing Paul Tracy back to start with. And I know this is the second time I've gone through this in the show. But well, Paul Tracy, and then he's tweeting about it or Instagramming about it. Did he? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody sent him a message and saying Paul Tracy shouldn't be fired. Don Hawk is an idiot. And, and Paul basically was like, man, I keep my circle small and all this. But. No, Paul, sorry, man. Keep you your go. car wide. Yeah. Circle small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I got, you know, my first one. This, um, so I listened to the Dale Jr. download a little bit, and I hear him bring up, they're talking about the Denny and, and Kyle deal. And when I was working with Dale Jr., we were short track racing. And, I, you know, when a guy's running you hard, like a Ryan Newman or somebody, when you finally get position on the guy, when I say position on the guy, you get your right front, front of his left front, what do people do at short tracks? You, you wash up half a lane because they're going wherever you go. You're carrying them. So I'm like, you know, we would race super hard and I would tell him, you know, I, I, you know take what you need down here because that means he's at your door and you can kind of, let's clear this guy and get away from him. Nowhere did does take what you need ever get used at like a mile and a half where you, you got a guy in your door and, uh, and he brought that reference up. He's like, yeah, TJ just tell me. I never told him that at a Michigan or a Pocono. You don't take what you need there because you're probably going – I mean, you're going to lose the air off your off the side of your car at that point. But, yeah, I mean, at short tracks, I would say that. So I texted him about it, and he was like, oh, it was good content. I'm like, okay, wow. I got your so good So Dale Jr. is your what an idiot. Yeah, well, I got another one too. So <clears throat> TJ um, won't just say yeah. He's like, uh. Oh, I said yeah first right there, didn't I? <laughs> you said it. And – um. This one's even better, though. So I'm watching this Finney race, and I'm listening. I'm scan- scanning around to different radios and stuff, and they have a restart, and I'm listening to Josh, and um, <clears throat> I'm watching on SMT at the same time and the TV, and I see Josh get run off in turns three by the 19, and and then a couple corners later, I see on SMT, I see the 19 car just kind of go off in a corner and, and doesn't really come back on. <laughs> Anyway, so I'm like, oh boy, something happened there. So I flip over to the 19, and I hear, you know, they're talking. the 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 caution come out, and they're talking, and and the driver is like, yeah, you know, we kind of got real close to each other in one race. They're racing hard, you know, and and then he's like, and I, I ran him off in turn three, and then he just he just spun me out in turn five, and then the crew chief's like, well, next time you see him, he needs to be walking. I want to see him walking back to the truck. I'm sitting there thinking, like, you, you had the driver just admit, like, I just ran him off. And, like, 
how does that like you, you you basically started the fight right there right if you run a guy off i mean how'd that work for sage at road america a handful of times sage would just get in into the middle of the corner and throttle up and run guys off well finally a guy had enough of it and sent him so i don't like to me it's like okay well maybe you shouldn't have done that and this wouldn't have happened now it's nope he needs to be walking back to the truck so that group there would be my what an idiot who was it i don't know who they are oh, i yeah. mean I, the driver didn't say that he was but i don't know who the crew chief was of the yeah. car how often does that happen you think like i feel like we are hearing about it a lot more i maybe i'm not the right person to ask this question <laughs> But like it's it's always happened. Yeah, you know, it's just always. I mean, spotters. Is it just more it. like just more televised think, now, I, I, yeah, more known? Think, like, yeah. is it is it that deal of? Well, that like, wasn't a spotter at all. It, in that, I know. So. Is it all these like? Is it like that whole deal of like? Did we have all these problems now just because we have social media or like now or like it's that? Well, we, people have access to you it. Have so all, you can, well, you have all these problems, right? But it's it's like you only hear about it now because it's now a known topic. Yeah, the, the crew chief is has spent endless hours on that car to get it ready to race so when you it's like punching his kid when he sees you punch his kid he wants to punch whoever punched his kid so the i mean the reality is we're we're all full of emotions and Mm -hmm. they're barking on the radio and they mean what they say when they say it it's just it's just the problem the problem is well the problem is now you know we're starting to suspend people when you go back to what happened with bubba wallace and kyle larson last year once that happened now it's like it can't be premeditated. It can't be on purpose when it's too much, too much. Like, I mean, so you're asking of it's always been here to answer yep. your question. It's never been in the forefront like it is right now across the board. But nobody cared what crew chief on the 51 car said, in, you know, five years ago. And now they care what all of them say. Yeah. I mean, I, my point of thing was like, so how do you just. Hey, Brett, man, I know, you know, you're my crew chief. I just ran this guy off and he come back and spun me out. Well, then you come on there and be like, well, you need to wreck him. Well, I kind of just started did and I didn't do it yeah, good enough. You already pushed him, pushed yeah. him off the king of the hill and he yeah. came back and drug you off. I didn't do it. You didn't do it good enough is what he should have said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's your one idiot, Carson? You said you got a bunch. No, I was just more meaning like I've won these awards. Like I can't. I don't, I don't, I've won this award. Like I was saying, like I got a few of these. Like you do. I, do you do have a few of these? I yeah. do have a few of these. I don't know. There, you I mean, may be was, the all-time yeah. leader behind. I don't know. Paul Tracy's catching you. Did you see anything in the truck race where you were just like, you know, damn that, what an idiot. I mean, did you? Uh, I mean, there's a few like lappers that kind of made me upset. What was the deal between like Haley and Dean? Like, what was that? Deal? Like, I, I, we really didn't crash or anything. I saw somebody. I, saw some, I just saw it written down. Like, yeah, I, I saw somebody um, tweet that Dean just did like 13 times two or whatever uh, on Twitter. Like, if you leave the track right there and your first thing you tweet out <laughs> is you immediately just go, you know, you're just doing something like that you're not in the right mindset to get, you know what I mean? Like you need to do other things to, to get better. You need to make better luck for yourself in other terms. I mean, which one, I mean, if you're on Twitter tweeting about it, tweeted about, I think Dean did. Dean did. Look, Dean's in a good spot. How irrelevant is Dean Thompson? Is that his name? Yeah. I mean, Haley Deegan makes him more relevant. He's taking advantage of it. I guess maybe he needs it times three. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, our truck race was really calm. Like, I never really I thought it was like, too we, bad. We went around. I I didn't see. I didn't catch all the Xfinity race. I just caught the tail end. Man, I just they, uh, watching that Road America race. It made me miss going up there so bad. I love that racetrack. Like great, great, dude. Great yeah, it looks that atmosphere there. When we would run there. It was yeah. incredible. The, I loved it. It was phenomenal. Like the only what an idiot I have. I don't even know. If, I mean, it's just a. 
mistake. It's not an idiot, but I was like, like I was, I was kind of root, like great. He was in Toyota, but I was kind of rooting on, um, uh, Karam. Yeah. Sage. Sage. Yeah, I was, and I would, you uh, have he, the he lead messed up. and I'm like, like, it's like in that moment, it's like, no, like how, like, why would you, yeah. like, all you gotta do is just underdrive the corner. Like, you know, like just, he already had him. You, you, it was over. Like he had him it already. Was, it was over. And it, but that's the situation though, that like those guys, he'll learn from that now. Well, it's probably his fir- first lap leading a race. It's one to, coming to one to go. Like you've been first following. shot of a win. You, I mean, yeah, you're struggling. You're fighting for your first win. Yeah, best car you've ever been in, and best nobody spot to you've follow been, to gauge it off the of. First time all <laughs> week, you don't have somebody to follow, and yeah. they're actually chasing you. I was watching the race, and I truly thought Parker Klingerman was in the best spot because I knew Cut. they'd all keep Klingerman. screwing up. Not Kling. That's Klingerman. Klingerman. And they all did keep screwing up, and then he got the lead, and then he screwed up. And then Mayor got right back by him. So it, shout it, out to Mayor, it, though, man. Big win. It was a whole lap of like who. It was like they oh, didn't want awesome. to race. Yeah, win yeah. That race. I like, will say the last time Sage ran Road America, though, he 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 had a big wreck on the straightaway. So Noah Gregson, he's came helped him with that. Sage has come a long way, and especially on the restarts, he didn't force anything. He took advantage, and then, I mean, I can't blame him because he got he saw the chance at the lead and the win, and just stepped it's so over. Easy. Stepped so over easy that much, dude. How far can you bend your fingers back? Me? Yeah. What, did he just do it? Is that no really way. far? Dude, look at that. You, Please don't put that yeah, to show. Hard. These people can't <laughs> see that. That's that's ridiculous. Is that worse than the toes? Look. I don't bother oh. me. It's fingers. Yeah, just normal. Oh, my gosh, dude. Mine go like... Dude, <laughs> these are at a 90-degree angle. <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh. even know I was doing that. That's disgusting. He's an Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. I wonder you got that damn diesel in the gasoline. <laughs> um, where were we? Picks. I don't know. Picks. That's oh, right. Yeah. We're going to Michigan. Brett, congrats on your win. You picked Kyle <laughs> Busch, who finished P3. Um, Casey picked Martin Truex Jr. Freddie picked William Byron. And TJ, you're up. TJ, you're Man, first. Ty let me down, man. Um, I don't have who I want available. So I, is I, it you can only use How many one races we got left? Week? Yeah, we use them once during regular season then playoffs Four? we use them you reset. Michigan yeah. Indy Watkins Glen Daytona, I think. That's right. 4. Um I like this. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh TJ's always been last. This year he's kicking our tails. No, actually one last year is two. Just Oh, so you know. did. That's right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I had a terrible playoff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Lagano. A Ford? Yeah, man. Why? Because I got <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I got, I mean, I got a plan. It just needs to fall into plan. Right, who's I, next? Got, I got a big yeah, lead, dude. Back up. Here. I'm up. I won. Yeah, Ka- well, well, oh, Casey oh, oh. and Freddie took William already, Byron, right? Yeah. Who'd Casey take? She took Truex. It's at, it's, I wrote it on the sheet. Oh, wow. She took Truex. Huh. That's uh. Yeah. That leaves me with Bowman, Ty Gibbs. Or Suarez <laughs> to be in a Chevrolet or a Toyota. I'm Bo- Bowman, Bowman, Bowman. That's my guy. Yeah. I almost laid up right there and picked somebody to finish last so I could pick first next week. But uh, that's what I was considering, but. Moved in. Who do you think wins a cup race, Carson? Uh, you know, I was going to go Tyler Reddick, honestly. Yeah. That was, was going to be my pick. I, 
thought I remember the twenty three XI cars being pretty good. Can I change good. my so pick? I was I was gonna guess Wallace was gonna be TJ's pick. Honestly. That that's what I want to go to. No, no. it's too late, bud. Sorry. Can I change the Wallace? Yeah, no one has it either. Right? I don't know how you don't pick a Toyota, but my only good Toyota left is Ty Gibbs, rules? and he just I, I don't think there is any. Yeah. Can you take a vote? Yeah, I was I, I was blown away. He didn't pick Wallace. Yeah, myself. what are the rules on TJ wanting to change his pick? You can't change thing. his pick yeah that ain't how this works nah, and then like i'm gonna change my to. pick after he changes his how about that <laughs> no you're you wanna not play that game you ain't gonna change <laughs> yours anyway you ain't got anybody you're really good to pick from you're stuck you're stuck once it's out in the world it's fine, then yeah. it's I'll just take it's it. locked in irish hills baby of michigan are you from did you, the did you go around there as a kid the what did the you Mich- go around irish hills part as a kid growing up uh-uh. no you were west of there right uh no i'm i'm like basically you're near kalamazoo Indiana. yeah kalamazoo oh yeah. what do they call that the u uh up the youpers are you. He's not a youper. No, no like Kalamazoo's down, down like there. Yeah. Oh, you're not. Okay, you're I'm bottom real low, part. Real low. Real okay. Low. Yeah. I thought you said near Canada. So no, are you, no, no. Are you okay. a Detroit Lions fan? Uh, actually, I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, so you don't follow Tigers. You don't follow any Michigan sports. I barely. Well, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. Cool. Uh, so I do Red Wings for hockey. Uh, I'm just a bandwagon. When we're good, we're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> my dad's from Cleveland, so I love blue is my favorite color. So I went Lions. He went Cleveland. So my me watching NFL is really easy because it's just who's gonna last that year. Right. Between the two of us, yep, so it's yep. just like, oh, you went 0 and 16 this year, and then we went 0 and 16. Um, so I don't really have to follow along very much. But um, my dad was on the Derek Jeter Foundation for a little bit, just being from there and knew Derek's dad. So um, I went to more Yankee games than I did. The Tigers, so yeah, Yankees were easy, and he loved the Tigers. So I'm like, okay, well, you can't have the same one as Dad. So Yankees was a something. good pick. Yeah, I don't blame you. I'd have been a Yankees fan too. Freddie would be mad. He's a Mets guy. Mm. They suck too. They haven't been good since like Daryl <laughs> Strawberry was there. You don't know who that is. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we 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 suck football. So or yeah. we just suck kind of in general. But. Well, listen, man, enjoy uh, enjoy racing Michigan this weekend. We wish you big time luck in the playoffs. I mean, that's a big picture. You gonna um, when when are you gonna say what you're doing next year? I mean, I don't I don't have anything done yet. No, it's it's I, I haven't put pen to paper yet, so uh, I can't really good, say good anything. Good stuff going on at least. I I think so. I hope so. Are you oh. like sequential shifting? Or are you like shifting? <laughs> I don't know yet. I, I've had. <laughs> are I've you had, doing this? I've had. Or are you doing? I've had multiple get handed to me, so I just uh, whatever one gets worked out the best, and that I can put a pen to paper. I, I want to. I've already done it, but I got nothing to say now because I don't really have anything. What's more important to you, winning races in your deal you sign, or being a cup driver? I think you gotta look at both, right? Uh, I want to whatever's gonna make me be around for a longer, right? Um, I don't bring a lot of money to the table, so it's just well, winning usually can, helps that because yeah. people like when when they win. So, so it's just whatever. Like uh, if I can look at a long term deal, right? Like that I could eventually be winning, or I can be winning right away. Whatever the case may be, I don't. I think it's going to be a little bit of a process either either. Well, that answers my question. Who's navigating that with you? You doing it by yourself? Or you got help? I got some help. Big big decision, man. I mean, yeah, it's tough. Twenty years old. I mean, it, you're talking about a decision that can get you to 23, 25 and, and be around for a long time or not, man. And I've yeah. seen – listen, man, we saw guys come through here like Kevin Grubb, Casey Atwood that were talented, that were young guys in your position. And, and man, couple wrong moves and poof, you don't, you don't yeah, even ever gone. hear of them again, right? So, uh, But you also see guys come up through the ranks, you know, like Elliot Sadler who makes the right decision and, boom, he's here for, you know, 15, 20-year career. So we're uh, – 
gonna be pulling for you in these playoffs, man. Appreciate it. Don't let I'm, me down. I'm, don't do nothing stupid. All right, I'll try not to do something <laughs> yeah. stupid. I don't, Just don't do that. I, I mean, won enough. What an idiot awards. I don't need that. <laughs> that reset set the playoffs. Do you have too, <laughs> so. no? Do, like, do you have a counter? Like, do you have a counter of that? Like, oh, we you, should. Like, we probably should counter. keep track of yeah. who wins it the most. We probably should. When do you leave to go? Uh, I think I go Friday morning pretty early. Yeah, Arca's there too, right? Yeah, and we got Xfinity on Friday. Yeah, busy so. weekend. Hopefully not 150 degrees. Oh. Yeah, it, Michigan can get hot, but it's one of the best spotter stands there is, though. So it is probably there in Daytona or mm-hmm. a phenomenal spotter stand. Very good spotter stand. All right, Bristol Motor Speedway. We're doing it in style here. The ultimate experience. Uh, myself, TJ, Freddie, we all hang out with you guys in the suite before the race. I actually hang out during the race. Our good friend and leader, I guess we could even call him maybe mentor TJ, Mike Davis, he hangs out in there the whole time. I will tell you this. If you get near Mike Davis, he does not stop talking. So if you're trying to watch the race, you probably want to talk to him before this thing kicks off. But great food, great drinks, uh, an awesome swag bag, parking pass, your own bathroom. This is VIP-style if you're a race fan and Bristol Motor Speedway probably is one of my well let me let me rephrase that it it's is. not probably but it is my favorite racetrack to actually walk into and look down at that bowl yeah i mean night race at bristol ultimate experience uh these i you know not that i uh trying to blow mike's head up here but he does a great job getting these put together and and everyone that we know that goes with these has a great time and looks forward to seeing everybody there yeah we'll see you guys there make sure you check it out dirty emo media ultimate experience well you guys have a good week appreciate you listening freddie you're in our hearts and prayers buddy we love you hopefully we'll have you back on here next week i know how much freddie loves racing i know how much his dad loved racing i don't see him skipping michigan if he can at all make it there physically because i know he's going to want to get back with his racing family and uh uh, tough week for him and his family, but it'll be a fun weekend of racing coming up. Appreciate you guys listening, and uh, I'm out. Yep. Holla. Thinking about you, Freddie. See ya. Check out Dirty Mo Media. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. <laughs>